<clears throat> Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host Toby Morris. I got my I got my man Derek Green here, my uh, brother from another mother, my what's up, what's up? my sidekick, my hype <laughs> man, everything, and Deshaun Jordan. Yes, Thank sir. you so much for being here. Appreciate you yeah. being here. Thank you for having me. He might be our youngest guest. Really? How old are you? Uh, 24. Holy. Well, besides Max was on a while oh, ago, yeah, but yeah, true. yeah. 24. 24. I, Holy I, shit. I remember 24. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? I do. Where were you? Um, I was. Okay, that's a good question. Maybe I don't remember. You were in New York, were you? <laughs> Not yet. Just on the cusp of coming to New York. I was still living in Cleveland. Okay, bet. Working the club. Working the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's up? So, Let me so see your IDs. <laughs> I wonder, so you were born in, uh, Ch- was it Chandler or Arizona? So I was born in Glendale, Arizona. Then, um, Damn, he sounds good. Okay, yeah. And then after Glendale, Arizona, uh, I was there for a couple years. When I was younger, I don't really remember much around the time I was born. Um, and then we moved to Macon, Georgia. Oh wow! And then to Tucson, and then back to Phoenix. Damn. So how, how was Georgia? That it was, was it was cool. Like I definitely I have a couple of memories there. You know what I mean? I remember like you know we had a little corn store. I remember going there a couple of times for my mom. It was like in the house in Georgia. Okay. They have a lot of, like the house little like store set up where you get candy and yeah. Kool Aid pops and like everything. And so like I remember stuff like that and the group of friends I had there and everything. Um, and then after that. I moved to Tucson. Actually, I went first because we went to um, we went to Tucson for I think it was Christmas. Yeah. And then after that, I think my grandma drove up to pick us up, and then my grandma dropped us back off. And so instead of staying with my mom and them, I went back with my grandma. And then they okay. came out uh later on after me, like on the Greyhound and everything. And then that's when we moved to Tucson and stayed with my grandma. Then got our own spot. Then my grandma left, and then we left to Phoenix to follow her. What, what was the family dynamic? Was it like you? Do you have brothers, sisters? Um, so it was just me and my older sister. Me and my older sister and my mom. Uh, my mom's kind of been a single parent my whole life. Um, I didn't know my dad. Um, and then we just barely met. Like, I'm gonna say what a year or two ago. Like after oh, wow, like 22 wow. years, yeah, yeah. So we met two years ago, yeah. Um, you reached out to him, or <clears throat> yeah, yeah, okay. I reached out to him. So like it for a minute, it was like conversations that came up. It was like, yo, like, you know what I mean? Like it would be like randomly, my sister would bring it up about like you know where she was on Facebook or like saw somebody who like might be related to me and stuff, and we like we we would dig into a little bit, but there was no real like firm action taken yeah. on like exploring it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then just recently, like, because I still have Facebook. And I go on there because a lot of my family have and everything. And I always just check my messages, you know what I mean? Because I never know, like, a family member could hit me up who's yeah. only on there or something. Right. And so I, I check my message request. And I went to my message request, and I saw, like, a request for a message on there. And I was like, oh, what? Like, okay, whatever. Like, it's from, like, from a, a lady. Like, I didn't really know, but it was, like, a paragraph. And the things that caught my eye was the first couple lines was like, oh, you know, my name's so-and-so, you know what I mean? Uh I, like my daughter you know like i have a daughter by your dad you know what i mean whatever like i'm just reaching out you know what i mean because like i came across wow. i think she ended up saying she came across i still have the message and everything she came across me because she says that her one of her nephews or something was watching skating or something and like yeah. i was on the tv and like she saw me and like i looked just like my dad and she was like i don't know i forgot how she Damn. said she put them together but she put two and two together reached out to me like a whole paragraph just telling me about, you know, like him, you know, where he's been at. And like, you had no idea. No idea. Like, just gave him the whole rundown. And I was like, bro, I was like, this is crazy. Like, it was out of nowhere. I literally yeah. just got back to Arizona, hanging out with yeah. everybody, family was at my girl's house. And like, I just got on Facebook and just someone was like, just check the request messages. And this all happened, I wanna say, within 24 to 48 hours of getting back to Arizona. Like, Damn. this just all happened. So, like, 
I read the message and like, you know, she was like, here's my number. You know what I mean? If you want to like, reach out or whatever, like start texting, uh, texting her. She sent me like everything, like photos of my dad, photos of him and his girlfriend, wow. photos of my brother, photos of my other sisters, like phone numbers, like everything. You know what I mean? It's and, overwhelming, like, man. It was so much. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, like what the hell? And so like, I don't know. I, I dwelled on it a little bit. I was like, I've always wanted to like, like outside of like anything, I never had any like resentment or anything towards the situation. Yeah. Like I was just like, yo, I just want to meet my dad. Totally. Okay, so you always had that. Yeah, yeah, like, I've always yeah. had that like good energy, right. but I was never like you know what I mean slandering for anything. Like because I I just wanted that dynamic because I grew up you know seeing my my sister's dad pick her up you know and yeah. they go do stuff with him and I just wanted like uh, I wanted my pops like I totally. my friends had their dads and like I'd be around family dynamics, but I never had that feeling and so it was just something I wanted to have. Yeah, and so. Like, once I, you know, found out he, my dad was still out there, you know what I mean? And it was, like, you know, closer to getting towards him, you know what I mean? And even my mom would have friends, and they would always, that who knew my dad or seen him around, would just be like, yo, like, that boy looked just like his dad. Like, he Damn. looked just like his dad. And, like, that just, like, got me just, like, more eager and eager right. to meet him. And so, fast forward into, like, now when all that went down is, like, he gave me, like, numbers to, like, my grandparents, like, you know, my granddad and my grandmom. And, like, wow. so, like, you know, they're separated, and so... The first person I called was uh my granddad, my dad's dad. Sorry, excuse me. All good. And uh, I was just talking. I was like, yo, like, you know, this is like, you know, this is your grandson. Like, you know, I'm just reaching out. You know what I mean? I got your contact information. Just like, you know, reaching out to meet you guys. Like, I don't need anything. Like, you know, I like stress that to all of them. I was like, I just want to like, you know, I mean, meet you guys. You know, like, yeah. just, like chop it up. And he was like, all right. He was like, I'm going to take your number down. Like, reach out to everyone. You know, just see, you know. I, I have it and you know it's up to them how far they want to go with it I, you know but I'm gonna make sure to pass it on put it out there yeah yeah and so then I called my grandma's house and that that call was funny because my grandma's husband um well my papa he uh he didn't really know who like it was at first so I'm calling out the same whole spill you know I'm like yo this is like I think my little brother answered it first and he was like oh, you know what I mean gave the phone to him and so I was talking to him and you know I think I hung up because I couldn't really hear him. And he just like, I remember he started spazzing. He was like, oh, you called my house? Like, like going crazy. And I was like, bro, I was like, what? I was like, just kind of like, I was like, okay. Like, so I hung up and then he called back again. And I was like, yo, I was like, I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Like, I'm trying to like, you know, talk to you. Like what you just like are talking, like you're yelling or whatever. And he kept going. So I hung up again. And he called back another time. And like that time he just sounded way more calmer. He was like, oh, so he was like, so, so you say your name is what? Like, and he say, okay. He said, you Torrance, son. I was like, all right, yeah. He was like, all right. He's like, I'm gonna take down your information, you know what I mean? And then like, I'm gonna give it to him, you know. And then he, same with him. He was like, and then it's up to, you know, wow. how far he wants to go with it. Wow. Man. And so I was like, all right. I took it down. I'm just chilling. I'm already like kind of in shock because I just went took the initiative to like make these phone calls. Totally. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I did the phone calls. Like it's out there now. Like yeah. now I reached out and, you know, I stressed it to all of them. I was like, yo, I don't need anything. I don't want anything. Like you know what I mean? Like I just want to, you know, meet you guys and right. meet my dad. And so, then, Damn. after that. I want to say maybe an hour or so. Like, bye. Next, you know, I get a phone call from a random number, and I'm like, hello? And then it's my aunt, my dad's sister. And she's like, hey, like, this is your, like, Auntie Sean. You know what I mean? We start topping up for a little bit. Then, like, later on in the car, she was like, oh, you like, your dad on the line, too. Oh, and I was shit. like, bro, I started losing my mind. I was like, what? Like, my dad on the line? And so, like, he started <laughs> he started talking. He was like, he was like, hey, like, yeah, I heard his voice. He was like, oh, what's up, son, or whatever. And I was like, oh, man, it was crazy to hear that. I was like, what wow. the? Like, this blew, that blew my mind, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, man. then I'm talking to them on the phone or whatever, and, like, they're kind of, like, emphasizing the fact that, like, when I called, like, how respectful I was, and everybody who I called, like, said how respectful I was about mm -hmm. it and, like, reached out and, you know, like, gave yeah. me a rundown, and, like, they were stoked and kind of just, like, chopped it up, and then that was, like, that phone call, then that phone call ended, and then my older brother called me from my dad's side, wow. and he was like, yo, like, 
I think he might have. I think he might have been the first one who called me actually. Then my my uh, aunt and my dad called me because he called me. Was like, yo, I just left my grandparents' house and they talking about like my they said, like they said uh, my brother called him like you know what I mean like what's up like this Josh so this your older brother and I was like what the Jesus, I was like my older dude. brother it was crazy my head was spinning <laughs> my head was spinning and so are like, they all in Arizona yeah they're all in Arizona wow man and so like. Then it was, I'm chopping up with him. We, you know, we just chopping up, you know what I mean? Just about whatever. I can't remember exactly. Just like, you know, meeting each other, getting mm-hmm. to meet each other. Then that call ended. Then then that's when I got the second call. And so after that, I think he had either called me or texted me back because I told him, he was like, yo, what you like, what you up to? And I was like, you know, I'm just going to have, you know, food with my mom and my sister. You know what I mean? We're going to this little like Hispanic spot like to eat. And then he was like, yo, like, you know, is it cool? Like, you know, if I pull up, you know what I mean? Meet you with a little brother. And I was like, yeah, I was wow. like, I was like, yo, pull up. Like, come right. eat. Like, I'm down. Like, so I remember being at the spot, and him, my little brother, pull up, and like they walk in or whatever. And I'm just tripping out, like, like I'm acting seeing because I never, I, all I had was my sister growing up on my mom's yeah. side. So I, and I always wanted a brother, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like my sister, she probably always, you know, it's like that, that, like it's just a, like a thing that I feel like every like either a boy or a girl in a sibling situation, like if you want, you know, like a girl, like you can go out with her, have that little totally. sister, or like mm-hmm. that bigger older brother, and so. It was like one of those moments where it was like I kind of saw both those aspects in one. I saw my older brother and my younger brother, Damn. and they pulled up, and we were just chilling. It was like we knew each other already. Like the first thing he said when he saw me, he was like, "Boy," he was like, "You look just like dad." He was like, "Bro," he was like, "I don't know whether oh he, 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 he was like I don't know whether to hug you or still off on you." And I was like, "Bro," he was like, "You look just like that man, bro." Was like, That's crazy. He just kept saying it, Damn. and then we just wrapped it and like had a couple of beers you know what i mean it was like we just knew each other for forever and then mm-hmm. later on that night he was like yo like tomorrow i gotta take cameron which is my little brother's uh, name he was like i'll take him to get a haircut like i'm gonna pick you up in the morning and then just take you around and meet everybody and i was like bet i was like i'm down so he picked me up in the morning and like he took me to like everybody's crib he like took me to my <laughs> my grandma's crib you know the one that the phone i called right. yeah. i met them chopped it up with them we laughed about the phone call and then after that, he took me to like my aunt's house, which is my dad's sister' mm-hmm. um, house, and like chopped it up with them, met them, and then, like, so th- this is this whole day was just wicked. Like, sounds that, overwhelming. That, man. Yeah, that happened in the beginning of the day, and then, so I went there, met those people. And then after that, my niece, which is my older sister, uh, she had a birthday party. I mean, not a birthday party, a basketball game. Yeah. And so oh. he was like, "I'm going to our niece Asia's game. You oh, want to go with me God. there too?" And so then I went with him in that game, and then I met my older sister and my niece. And then later on that day was a block party. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the block party my dad was going to with my stepmom. Yeah. And so I had plans of going to the block party through my other homie, who's like my friend, who's my friend like for many years. Yeah. Um, and so I was already going there with him, but then my dad told me he was going there. so Because I've been chilling in that area. It's like a hood in Arizona, you know what I mean, uh, called Vistas. And so I had already been like just going that area because my friend you know what yeah. i mean like i'm like he's like he's like he's the bro so i go kick it with him and his family you know i'm close with his family not knowing the whole time like i have family on that same street Damn, like dude. through my pops and so it was just crazy so the block you know later on the night comes the block part like this is like i'm meeting my dad for the first time Fuck. in ever like that i can remember yeah, yeah so i had that long day my head's just busting all day so i go it's a lot to take yeah. in, man. So I go um to uh the block party, whatever, you know, we're me and I'm with my homie, we're just chopping up. I'm just like, dang, he's like filming everything. You know, he filmed like when I first you first walked up and everything. Cool. 
And I'm just like, we're chilling, waiting for him to come around. And then, like, he walks up and I meet him. I'm just like, yo, it was good. Like, we just chopped it up. You know what I mean? Like, it was just crazy. Like, it was just a weird, like, not what, a weird thing. Your feeling. dad, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah, dad. Yeah. My dad pulled up and just chopping up with him. You know what I mean? Fuck. Talking. And then we, like, finally, like, make a lap. He's introducing me to other family and everything. And, like, you know what I mean? It's cool. Everybody's saying yeah. I, like, sound like, I mean, I talk, I mean, I talk, walk with all of it. You right, know what right. I mean? And so, <laughs> like, it was crazy, too, because at that whole tour around, uh, my cousin Miguel, he we're chilling there, and he goes, he's like, "Yo, you know any of the Minifields? Minifields, my girlfriend's last name." Mm. Oh shit! And I was like, "Yeah, like, yeah, I know Minifields, like my girlfriend, a kind of Minifield." And he was like, "He was like, I knew I seen you where I knew I knew I seen you somewhere." And so the funny thing about that is, he had already seen me and already met him at my girlfriend's house, at my girlfriend's parents' crib, because his wife is, uh, like family with my girlfriend okay. like Damn, like kind like, of like family friends with my girlfriend because she does my girlfriend's hair mm -hmm. so i legit like dude. shook this dude's hand like what's up like i'm kylie's boyfriend like at her parents right. crib like on some like just casual and then wow. like later on met him again through meeting my dad and find out that like i shook my cousin's <laughs> head so like and that was kind of my whole life i had a sister named taylor who yeah met her many of times through mutual people off of just like you know hanging out parties and stuff that i've been seeing for years didn't know she was my sister until I met my yeah. dad. So I like called her. I called actually the homegirl who I met her through and was like, yo, like, Desiree, you know Taylor's my sister? She was like, she just, like, as you just called me, she just texted me right now and said she found out she had another brother. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, so it just, it's wicked. Like, my life is like, it's like, this whole is like a movie. Like, it's like, I'm just going crazy. I'm just like, this is all within the span of me not even being in Arizona for even a week. Like, this happened right when I got there. So, Fuck. like, it went from zero to 100 real quick. And so, massive like, massive family, too. Yeah. Now. Wow. Massive. Like, so it's like crazy having that dynamic, like, you know, meeting everybody, still meeting everybody, and just like learning all these things and just like seeing how my dad and my brother acts and just seeing how we're so much alike and seeing like where it comes from. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, I got mom Dukes, but it's like the male are the man tendencies I have. It's yeah. like crazy seeing yeah. where that comes from. And it's like little things too. My mom would always tell me, like, if you know what I mean, because my dad got a lot of kids, so she would always yeah. be like, when I was younger, she was like, "You just like your daddy." I always talk about these little girls, just like your daddy. I never knew what she meant because I didn't know. And then, I guess like I would do little things like taking my shoes, like just random stuff that like my dad does now that I would bring it up to her. She'd be like, "Yep, he did that. Yep, right. that's what he used to do around the house." Or like, "Yep, that's wow, that." Wow, man. And so it's like, it's cool like seeing that. You know what I mean? Because some people like, you know, what I mean, a lot of people like enjoy that story or just enjoy like that whole experience of me doing that because most people don't even get to meet their pops you know nah. before they're going or like right. you don't never yeah. get the opportunity so it's like even when i was on you know mark johnson's company he brought that up he was like yeah like i never you know my dad passed away and i never got to like you know do that so it's like i feel like it's a lot like that's another thing i feel like light like needs to shine on a lot too because like that happens so much and like some kids try to grow up without without that and a lot of kids don't even grow up straight to being like I mean, negative or just like like bad or just doing like the wrong things. It's just a lot of it like comes from like mental health, you know. And I, I've been yeah. I'm doing like a thing right now actually on yeah. that, which is I'm I'm stoked on. But it, like all those things play an aspect in it because when I was young, I was sad that like my dad wasn't picking me up. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like yeah, I yeah. so it's like not having that like just just having that dynamic of just being able to just talk to him and like I don't know, it makes you like feel like solid. You know what I mean? Like you have a like you have a for pops, sure, man. You know what for I mean? Sure. Like, you know, even if you didn't do much or like. Whatever we're building from this uh, point forward is like, it's cool, but 
They all must be so fucking proud of you too, man. Yeah, you're doing. Yeah, you know? they're stoked, uh huh. Because they he didn't know like mm-hmm. he, nobody like my, the yeah. whole side of the family. I didn't know them. They didn't know me. We're still meeting and like and they were always tight. That that side of the family, they were always tight. You yeah, know, like so bro- right. Oh, like oh that that side. Yeah, like your father with like his other kids. They were like really tight. Like you said, your older brother, mm-hmm. your younger brother. They were always together yeah they right. they had that relationship like my dad okay. was hanging out with i mean my brother was hanging out with my dad when he was younger like they right. have stories like right. you know i'm around them talk and hearing them talk about you know like yeah dad remember when i was at that club with you like you know they had that wow. my, yeah. my younger wow. brother too and so it's just crazy like i'm coming in just like yo i'm here like yeah. you know what i mean what's up and so it's definitely been crazy to them too is because it's like you know what i mean my older brother is like one of like my best friend Omar there, but like right. we're really close. Like we talk, you know, we talk a lot. And did your mom know any of this other family? Oh no, my mom, my mom didn't like. She wasn't just clueless. Like, yeah, it, she had no relationship with your dad. Like it was. Yeah, it was just like done. Yeah, just cut. Like she didn't wow. know. She all she knew was he had a lot of kids. I think and like, but she knew nothing in detail like about anything. Wow. Yeah, like whatever happened when that you know that happened, but like. I don't know, like I don't even know, you know what I mean? Yeah. What? But she's learning just as just as much as I'm learning okay. right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. But it's crazy though, cause <laughs> like I had a dude, I had a contest in uh, it was LA Street League, and my dad then came out here to watch me. Wow. And my like my mom haven't seen him in twenty two years. I ain't right, seen him in right. twenty two years. Yeah, that was... wow. And so it was crazy because he was taking a shower, you know, at my spot and I was gonna take him to his hotel to like try to avoid all, you know, whatever it would have been if right. they did see each other. And this dude bold my mom upstairs after taking the shower i'm thinking he's gonna tell me like when you're ready to leave he comes upstairs and goes out to the patio and says what's up to her damn and my mom being the cool person she is amazing person she is like she you know she knew it was a contest speaking for me she didn't you know what i mean if i'm happy she's happy type totally of thing. And, you know she just wants me to be just stoked on just in general so like she did she, she dealt with it well like he came up said hi they said well, hi and it was just respectful yeah right. it was mellow but it was just crazy seeing them like yeah in the same spot because you know both of them have whatever you know memories like whatever and i don't know but it's like <laughs> i wasn't you know i mean that's i don't care to know about that because it's like whatever you know it starts from here like totally. i never dwelled on any of it but so it's yeah that whole aspect of my life has been crazy but it's dope like it's dope i'm stoked to have a pop strong you know the time i'm getting with them and be able to like say i did have a relationship with my dad you know whenever you know Mm -hmm. he's called you know whatever but you know we all i pray for a strong good health and you know mentally and physically wishes for everybody so i hope this continues until right you know it can't no more but yeah how how old is he uh my dad's 50. Or no, oh, 51 now. 51. Damn, it's my age. That's crazy. Yeah, 51. Wow. Yeah, I got, I got to spend his 50th birthday with him, so that was dope. That's nice. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did anybody skate in your family besides you? Nobody. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody. Right? Right. Nobody. Right. I'm the only one. We're, so they don't understand that world at all. No, I've been teaching them, like, right. they're, they're still learning, like, you know, through my experiences, you know, I, I put them on with game and, and help them understand, but... My mom and them knew a little uh, bit, yeah, of you know, because like, yeah, because yeah. I'm with them, you know, like yeah. that's immediate, you know, family I was with, mm-hmm. and so to my dad and all them, totally oblivious to everything. They don't know what's going on <laughs> now. Now they like, you know, here and there they're starting to learn, like you know, that like they get the competition aspect, you know, like how to watch it now on TV and mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. you know the mainstream side of it, but like as far as what it is you know like the roots and like what skateboarding is they're still learning right but you know right. i mean that side is easy for anybody to understand because it's like yo competition tv turn it on okay win winner no like mm-hmm. that's yeah, yeah, yeah very you know transparent but the other stuff they're still learning my brother's understanding it more he 
that's one dude who will like you tell him something like he gonna really dig in and research, research watch everything yeah. like he gonna really tap in so he can understand it and you know we can communicate about it you that's know cool. at he a, probably at did a, deep at dive on you too like all your stuff oh sure. yeah he yeah. did he went ham like he stayed up he was like yo I said he was watching all your stuff, your interviews, every like he he tapped in. Oh, for that's real. cool! Wow, that's really cool. Did they watch you on that recent thing? Was that the Do Tour? What was that? Oh uh, yeah, uh, Do Tour. No, yeah, whatever that uh, was. Rome. The one, no, the one they just had. I'm sorry, it was like where Mike Vallely lives now in Midwest. Um, Iowa, yeah, the Iowa. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, tour. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, I don't. That know was if, sick. Yeah, I don't know if he watched the live cat, the live webcast. Yeah, that was there. great. He just tapped in with me after uh, mm-hmm. to see how it went. But yeah, yeah he from. Most part, he like he likes to get out and watch them and, and you know, be That's there in cool. person or virtually. Um, but, yeah, he, he taps in his supports for sure. All my family supports, and they try to stay up to date with everything, you know what I mean? Yeah. What, what was your, um? how did you get in skateboarding? Like, what was your attraction? Like, how did you find skateboarding? Or it found you? Um. So, I lived in Tucson, and, like, I just bounced around. I was a busybody. I mean, still am. Like, I love to be out and about just, like, yeah. working. And so, when I was young, I just, like, my mom, like did a great job she just gave me the freedom to just try whatever like mm-hmm. if it was whatever i was in or loved or like she saw my passion and she just let me do it you know what i mean whether it's football basketball dancing like anything she just yeah. supported me and just wanted to see me happy and so i had the luxury of just like having that freedom to just bounce around you know what i mean and before skating like i was in a dance group for like years like it was like, like my a traveling every- dance group oh uh, yeah yeah like wow. traveling dance, doing shows battles like everything like how i skated yeah, like nice. every day of my life like that's how dance was what kind me. of dancing a uh, hip-hop dancing yeah i was sick. in a dance group called uh human project yeah sick. it was dope there's still some footage out there bouncing around too break break dope. dance too uh yeah i tried everything like mostly sick. hip-hop like chore- uh, choreography like choreography dance and all that stuff but it was just like all around we did mm-hmm. battles like that's sick dope. yeah like <laughs> 10 toes in it i always wish i could do that like battle <laughs> I'm horrible I think I'm a horrible dancer but people like girls are like no you're not that bad they're just being nice but I'm like man I want to dance like yeah. I watch people dance I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah I've never seen you dance it. before really exactly <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I still get intrigued by yeah, dance videos I'm, everything like I'm yeah. if I see yeah. somebody dancing I'm like yo yeah, like, me too I'm into that like, yeah. you know what I mean it's incredible that freedom to you know express yourself by using your body yeah. you know in yeah. such a way where it's like wow exactly you know, that's a, it's incredible mm-hmm. all the way down to the music hits yeah. like sun comes on you see somebody dance the song yeah. it, like it just like that just like sucks me in like i just yeah, like yeah. it's like man like that that stuff i feel like is all has such a like a big impact on me like right. you know what i mean and i feel like that's why even with skating it's the same thing freedom of expression you know just totally. what you can do on your own independently and you represent yourself and it goes so like so much further it's like way bigger than just like skating itself it's Mm -hmm. like bro like take a minute to like really process what you're doing like it's not normal (laughs) to any skateboard it's not normal so Mm -hmm. it's like just enjoying those like fruits and just you know of all that labor bro is like i feel like now around this time is what's been really important to me just through any ups and downs not even losses just lessons learned from competing everything just like it like i don't take any of it for granted you know i mean i just you know on the next use it as growth but yeah yeah dance groups football basketball like everything and then back coming back to skating like i had a group of friends i hung out with in my neighborhood i lived in like the east side of tucson like right next to my elementary school erickson elementary um and i had a couple of friends i hung out with you know like my homie steven rp to him um can't remember some other dude's name i think my homie trey like we all just hung out all the time so like the radius we lived in from each other, it was like, I was right here. 
they all live like it was a, a street that connected that went all the way down through like the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was like long, just like straight away. And they all lived like at different parts of the street yeah. where they're down. And so we all just linked up every day. Like we just mob around the whole little like city and just like kick it. Whether we were biking, scootering, skating, Something, going yeah, to yeah, basketball yeah. course is what we did. And they all, the first time I seen it was when I first moved in to the apartments I lived in. Um, they were like little townhouses and we were unloading stuff. And a dude who lived across from me, he had a like a, a regular skateboard, but it had like bigger wheels on it. I think it was his cruiser, okay, like orange mm-hmm. wheels. <laughs> and I was intrigued by it. I was like, "Yo, like, can I try it?" Like, I, I'm always that kid. I was like, "Yo, can I try it?" Like, I just want to try it. Like, if it's something I want to see, like, and I like remember I got on his board and it was crazy because, to my best of knowledge, like, like no lie, like I got on it and the balance wasn't an issue. Like, I got on it right away and could ride it. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like I. Me get on the skateboard like it was no problem in like the balance, which is like now nah, I think about it, it's crazy because I see people who like are trying to learn from skating. The balance is the main part. Yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. Got on it and I think I asked. I was asking him like, "Yo, like how do you all? You're like how do you do something or that?" And he was like trying to tell me. I remember just like trying repeatedly, trying to like right. ollie like the whole time I tried his board. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, then you know, circle back around. All my friends started like skating. Hmm, like I don't cool. know what was the spark to where like yeah. What year was this around? I want to say this was about, I was maybe in fourth grade Mm -hmm. when I seen it. Yeah, I started like rolling around. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, the whole crew was skating. And like, damn, they were going to basketball courts with their boards. And like, when we got the basketball court, like, I wasn't even worrying about playing basketball. I was just messing with the skateboard. That's all I wanted to do. I was like up and down the the, uh, basketball court on the (laughs) the skateboard, rolling up and down. And uh, I remember like, my bet, my favorite moment from that moment, I forgot how I learned about a kickflip. I heard about a kickflip, but they were playing basketball in this apartment complex where like one of the homies lived, mm-hmm. and I was just trying to kickflip up and down the court. Like it, the court wasn't even that like wide, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I was like in and out, and I landed one like randomly, like I like, and I just freaked out, and nobody saw it. <laughs> I was like, yo, like I did the kickflip, like nobody saw it. Damn, and, I was, and that was the only one I probably landed for. A long time after that, but like I don't know how that happened, and I mean like even now like my kickflips my kickflips are barely good now. I struggle with them for the longest. That was like the for some reason that was like what should have been the first trick was like the last trick for me to get good. Like yeah. I did it backwards, wow. but um, I can't kickflip. You kickflip? I, I did like once or twice, and it's just I mean throughout the years, and I was like yes, yeah, it's, it's a, bro, it's the hardest it's hard. trick in skateboarding. Damn, I wow. swear, and it's so funny because like. It seems like the easiest trick, right. but yeah. I I swear, kickflip is like the base for all tricks. It is just right? the movement flicking because you know a switch kickflip is the opposite stance, but doing the same. It's like the base is a kickflip for okay. all flip tricks. Right. I, I swear, like, <laughs> and so that's why I say it's it's the easiest but hardest trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To mm-hmm. have a good one of those and just to like take that to like whatever other trick you're learning because it's like it's the base. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so. Yeah, circle around and skating. Like, that's kind of how it started with those group of friends. And then, you know, when I moved from uh, Tucson to Phoenix, I had one of my friend's boards. I was supposed to give it back to him. Okay. And I can't remember if he was, like, super, like, you know, like, wanted it back about it. I can't yeah. remember. I don't know if he was, like, that much into it, like, how I was into it. But I remember I didn't have time to give it back to him. Okay. Because we were moving. We packed the truck up and we were getting ready to leave. And it was, like, the last thing in my mind because I just yeah. was riding it all the time. And... <laughs> The day came, we're about to leave. I didn't have time to take it back to him, so I just threw it in the U-Haul and like 
we dipped to Phoenix. Damn. <laughs> I got into town. <laughs> I got into town. The wheel was always falling off. I didn't know how to fix skateboards. And what kind of board was it? You remember? A blind. Okay. Yeah, it was a chipped up blind. No nose, okay. no tail. I didn't okay. know the difference. It right. was a skateboard to totally. me. Like, but just razored out, like chipped. Damn. And uh, I got in town and, you know, the wheel kept falling off. I didn't know how to fix it. We lived across the street from my auto zone, a little mm. plaza. And that was the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, they fixed the... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to AutoZone. They gonna fix the wheel wow. for me. They gonna fix it. I went in there. They put a little lock nut on it, and I had my skateboard. Wow, they fixed that shit. Yeah. So we're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I had my skateboard, and that was my board. And then you know, wow. through that, skated. First moved in there. The apartment complex told me to stay away from this kid named Curtis. He was like the terror of the apartment complex, right? Stay so, away from Curtis. Yeah, Just, that's the one thing. No, that was the same. Like, really? swear. Oh, that's terrifying. I get in, Damn. skating around, you know, chilling. See a kid on a skateboard. Who is it? Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> he became the homie. He took, he took me to my first skate park I went wow. to. Like, Wow. So it was a blessing, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> blessing in the sky. Shout out to Curtis. Yeah. Yes. For sure. But wow. Yeah, that's kind of like my background. Just like, from, that, that was when I was back in Arizona, like, really skating. Like, you know, and from that time when I moved to, moved back to Arizona, like, that's when I was there for up to 2015 when I moved here. Like, that's kind of oh. where I, like, grew up. Okay. You know, yeah. Really, you like, remember the first board that you, you got besides that blind? Like, after the your blind? Your first real board, yeah. yeah. Like, you're like, okay, I need a... Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I don't even remember what it was. Like, I was getting a lot of hand-me-downs. Okay. I couldn't afford the board right. yet. Like, yeah. That's started... The skate park you took me to was Chandler Stendiger Park, which ended up being like my local and like that's the park i grew up skating you know and mm-hmm. had a huge impact on my life and yeah. um i just i think i would get, i would just get hand me down all the time okay down shoes right. yeah. they didn't even fit like boards from those people like that's then, cool though that's kind of how you know right. like i got to get into that and i didn't really start knowing about oh you need this board this is gonna mm, affect okay. the pop i think that's why now mm. people be tripping when i'm like i'll be at a spot and my board can be dust and people will be like, yo, change your board. I'm like, no, it's good. I'm going to do the trick with this yeah. board. I like this. And like that trips yeah. people out sometimes. But yeah. I think it comes from that. Like right. I, I, I didn't grow up knowing. Like I didn't have a new board when my mom didn't get a new board when she thought my board was messed up. She didn't even understand what was going on. <laughs> so, yeah. You know what I mean? But it it's crazy cool. how fast people go through boards now, man. It's insane, right? Yeah. I would hold on mm-hmm. like and on and on and on. There's so was, many boards like. It was yeah. like a car. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> you took care of your shit, right? Yeah, I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, it was expensive mm-hmm. skateboards. I remember it, even like the generic ones. Like, I had to figure out, <laughs> like, people were like, Yo, you got a Veriflex? They're like, Yeah, they're like, Yo, you need to, you know, check. And then it was like magazines is where mm-hmm. I started to learn, like, buying those magazines. Like, street. our trends where I was like, Facts. This is, you know, this is the shit, but. We had rails on ours so you could get the sticker scratched. And yeah, shit. rails and nose bone. Yeah, I was like, I get the the bird. The lap over, <laughs> yo, know, the lap over for the trucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sports was so heavy, that, dude. Bird, all this, I was like, yeah, I gotta tune it. I was like, I can't chip this, you know. I can't, you know. I didn't want to damage my you board. Kept it nice, wow. right? Yeah, I was weird. trying to keep it nice and. Because boards were like what forty dollars. They back were expensive. Then? I like back I then. Yeah, yeah. I was like. <laughs> so that's why I remember it was like a big deal and I remember borrowing like friends boards like I got a new board and they're like oh you want that I was like oh hell yes yeah. I will take this yeah, board you know and just like a natoscopist I remember I had one I was like oh yeah it's like it's on even if it was messed up it Facts. didn't matter you know it's like I, I love that feeling of having a just a you know trying out a new board and, yep. but I, I agree like once you had your board that was that was it you try exactly. every trick on it you come comfortable with it yeah, you, you break it in and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel so spoiled now. Like, 
I mean, I still like I won't, I won't try. I won't change a board. I'll try as right. long as I can go. But it's like now, I like getting boards and like you know, yeah. I mean, even like being pro, like having boards. Now I'm like, dang, like right, right. Oh, the the, the tail feels soggy. I don't got pop. Got to put a new one on. I'm like, bro. I mean, like, God. So that's why I don't even like. I don't ever Damn. snap boards. Okay. okay. Never snap boards. I right. don't like. I try. I'm not gonna say never because that's a lie. I probably snap some at some point just off of frustration. But that's. <laughs> I do not like to do that. Like I would yeah. not do that. Like right. it really, like I really have to be. If the time I do that, I'm really like in crazy motions. If I yeah, snap my yeah, board, yeah. I'm like at boiling point. But wow. I like normally like I'll diffuse it because I don't like you know what I mean. It, it, if it's messed up to me, uh, to a new kid, it could be perfect. Totally, so I like sure. I try yeah. to like right. I, I accumulate all my boards. I skate and just yeah. I'll take because people you know, did that for you growing up. Yeah, yeah, boards yeah, and yeah. shit. Exactly. Yeah. So how long does the board last for you now? You think for real? I so. <laughs> If I'm street skating, if I set up a new board and I go street skate, like, on a fresh setup, dude, that can probably only last me that day. Damn. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, chip. I was thinking, like, weeks. No. Like, yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, if you're, you know, because it's street. Like, wow. It's, street. it's not a perfect you're skate park. Yeah. So, if you're skating street, if you're going, depending on what trick you're trying, skating a drop or a stair set, like, the, those couple of chips can ruin the whole board. The yeah. tail of the nose, the soggy. So, yeah. it's like, if I'm skating a skate park... Like even during the whole contest stuff, I'm skating a skate park all the time. A board can last me over a week. Okay. For sure. Because wow. the ground's perfect. It's smooth. You know mm, what I mean? But yeah. when I'm in the streets, board is shredded. Damn. Oh, that's incredible. We're kinda old. So what yeah. is what does soggy mean? Like what does yeah. that mean? Uh that's soggy a good just question. means like, you know, soft. Like, you know, if it's okay. a piece of bread, like it's uh-huh. wet. The soggy bread. <laughs> really? They get yeah. to, okay. But like board, like, you know what I mean? If the board's soft, you know what I mean? Pretty mm. much like another word for saying the board's soft, like a soft pop, or like it's mm-hmm. super flimsy, like flexible. Okay, okay, okay. Just, like the wood is soggy. Like, mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. And that and that can happen in a day too, huh? Oh, easily. Damn. Easily. Okay. Yeah. Wow. wow. So, <laughs> some skaters, some skaters are worse than me. Who like some skaters who have real OCD about that stuff? Like new setup every time they skate. Like, Damn, new board, okay. like new trucks, like new, new wheels, trucks? like it's a thing. Yeah, wow, fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. No, I, I, damn. Okay. So you're <laughs> so you start skating, and what what grade are you in school? Um, I would say I was in fourth grade when I first started. Nice. And really so nice. you're just skating, and your parents are like, oh, it's just a kind of like a thing. It's like a hobby. It um, wasn't like a big. I would say, yeah, it was it was a hobby at first, but even in Tucson when I first started, like my like mom like she knew I was like hang, out hanging with the friends, but she mm-hmm. was never like like a crazy like overprotective. Yeah, or overprotective. Like she was she like, trusted oh, like, you. Yeah, she trusted me. Like oh, he's having fun. Like cause she knew like I came, you know, and she knew and just me off of being her son. Like like he come from a good household. Like totally, mm-hmm. I'm on him. Like I don't I don't have to stress right. about him. Yeah. You know, out here being goofy. You know, where there times there was times where I like. But my head a couple times, you know, did like things at the smallest level that like, oh, I was being bad or disobedient. Right. I never was like to point to where she felt like she had to be that controlling on me. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, so, totally. But she supported everything I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was never like, they didn't start really getting invested in it and learning about it until like I had, I forgot which year it was. It was a contest Cowtown did at like, a, it was a classic contest they like used to do. I think mean, they still do it actually at the skate park called Desert West. Yeah. And I had a contest there. And like a couple seconds in like the, our jam, like I rolled my ankle really bad, but I Damn. got up and I kept skating. I was like, I just want to skate because I really wanted to skate that contest. It meant a lot to me. That's some karate kid shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and I kept skating. And I would say after like the second or third trick, I just like couldn't do it. 
So mm. I started like crying because I couldn't keep skating. Like after that, like that's when she said she kind of knew because like I was crying and she saw how much I was passionate about it. Wow. And that time moving forward, they really like started getting invested in, you know, what I mean? because it was all I wanted to do in mm-hmm. high school. Like my PE coaches, all of them like, yo, we, like, we think we should play football, football like, for right. a year, like wrestle. Like we think you get an easy scholarship. Like I played that back and forth in my head so many times, like Damn. made phone calls to homies like, yo, should I take a year off, play football, take a year off? Everybody was like, no, just keep skating, bro. But like, you're, just you're, keep skating. you were good at uh, football. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah what like, was your position? Um, So in football, I played uh, running back, yeah. nose guard for a little bit. Wow. Um, Like kind of just bounced around. Like mm-hmm. they always like bounced me around. Um, But everyone I was in, like I was like, you know what I mean? Like I got good feedback on, you know, playing. Right. They were just like, I was just busybody. Like I yeah. just wanted to like do everything. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I was just trying to here and there. So like it... Yeah, bounced around, like had a lot of fun experiences with that. And dude, I got on my first football team because I was at a park with my friend doing backflips. Oh, oh shit, him and Chappelle Lacey, bro. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, I literally, my friend was like, you know, the whole thing where like yeah. the homie put the hand out, you just flip and was doing oh, flips. Wow. Coach comes out like, yo, like, you know, what's up? Yeah. Like, you know, you want to play football? Like, you know, go get your mom and come back. Like, I swear, got right, my mom, right. came back, signed everything, you Damn. know what I mean? Signed me up, started playing for that football team. Like, Man, I swear, like, it's so... Now that I'm thinking about it, like... The timing's crazy, man, yeah. I, I, man, I would love to just do a... Like, I could make a movie, I feel like, just, like, the most crazy experiences right. and just, like, you know, like, I've all, it's been my dream to, like, make a movie that, like, I feel like about my life because I feel like I could... Documentary keep, yeah, sick, yeah. Documentary, people could get, you know, like, like, just, like, you know what I mean? Just, like, good courage from it. Just, like, good mm-hmm. energy from you know what yeah. I mean? Hell yeah. So it's no, like, definitely. That's definitely one of my to-do lists, for sure. Were you a good student, too? Uh, like, grades-wise and shit? When I when I was there, like like and when, and when I say when I was there, when I was there, it's in a Men- sense of like mentally, mentally, attention. right? Like right. I was a class, I'm a, I was a class clown, uh-huh. always a class clown. Like I was good, like when I was in school, like and I'm locked in, like I'll do my work, and but I would like do my work and finish early on purpose just to make other people laugh. Yeah, and yeah. that was all I did. I spent so much time being a class clown, but when I was like all there, like right. you know, I was locked in. Like it wasn't really hard. It was it wasn't that school was hard to me or it was too much. I just. I found joy in making people laugh. Yeah, yeah, class <laughs> so, clown. Yeah, class clown, like to the tears. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of how. Well, your was. mom was strict on you with the grades and shit, or? Uh, yeah, like she she knew uh like she knew my potential too. So that was mm-hmm. a thing yeah. too. You know, what I mean, she she knew how I was at school to her best of knowledge off of what she exactly. knew or heard, but she didn't know I was in class being a crazy class clown. But <laughs> I like I made sure that like. I did what I needed to do to graduate, you know, higher school yeah. and all that stuff. Okay. And so, like, that was, like, my main thing, you know, and they wanted to see me graduate. So I knew, like, in the midst of not being there, I mean, not being there all the time with, like, as far as paying attention, like, class clown, I knew what I had to do. Yeah. So, like, you know, I to would pass chill. and get yeah. through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I would chill, make sure I got my stuff handled, then, you know, when I saw opportunity, I seized the moment. And made, like, I mean, <laughs> I, I'd make everybody laugh, like, from people who – Never say anything in class to people who were like, you know what I mean? Like, pe- the main people in class who goofed around, it was like, dude, I would just have everybody rolling. And so, and I found joy from that. I loved, I loved <laughs> right. the attention. I was like, I'm going to just make people laugh. But it was, it was, it was fun. I enjoyed did, school. Did you get sponsored while you were in high school for skateboarding? Uh, yes. Oh, oh no, wow. no. Actually, I want to say, was my first sponsor, might have been in junior high. Okay. Like, and then leading to, like, high school, I was, like, getting, you know, actual, like, you know, legit sponsors. Like, I think I, I was on some local stuff in junior high. Yeah. Um, and then Cowtown sc- Skate Shop, was that one of them back oh, then? Oh, no, Cowtown, I just barely got on Cowtown, like, a couple years ago. I've been oh, on Cow- shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh-huh. You have so many different sponsors, though. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I wanted to when I was younger, but uh, 
Trent, you know, he told me the story, you know, even when I, cause I, so I got on Cowtown right the day I graduated high school. Mm. He called me up and was like, yo, come down. Like I want to talk to you about it. I've been wanting to be on Cowtown for years, you know, since okay. I was a little kid. And, uh, he just like explained to me the reason, you know what I mean? Why he didn't want to like, you know, put me on at first. He wanted me to like, re- instead of being just like, I want this, I want that. He wanted me to like really understand and like be a part of it, you know, like more what, family What's aspect. involved with being on it? Like, um, just I, like just like he wanted me just to like, I want to say, really not just be looking for like a handout, mm. like really embrace the family aspect of it and really embrace like that more importantly than just like oh I want a shirt I want a board I want and yeah, not yeah. just kind of like being there for that and to be honest like I like you know it's moments like that which have like led me even at this time in my career to understand how important that stuff is. Mm. Yeah. You know, the relationship you build, the love you put it's in, awesome. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know I mean, cause I feel like that has like really made stability just in my career with a lot of my sponsors and, and allowed them to see me past just being a skateboarder. The relationships you know? and yeah. shit. Yeah, man. Um, and so like, you know, I, I commend him for that. And you know, that's kind of what it was, you know, when I got the day I graduated high school, called me up, had a whole talk about it. You know what I mean? And that was kind of like, mm-hmm. like, yo, like, you know, you want to be on. And I was like, yeah, like, hell yeah. I want to write, write for Cal time. <laughs> that's kind of like how that happened. Um, so yeah. Like, wow. And then, and then, um, what's going to say on here too, is the Tampa M. Like Tampa? Oh yeah, yeah, Tampa Am. Um, it, it's it's like people's dreams to like skate at Tampa, mm-hmm. man. It's like a legendary spot. I know exactly. that's I know that since I was in the skateboard in the eighties and shit. Tampa? Like, right. Yeah, dude. Like it's mm-hmm. super like so many people never even get to go there, even skate that spot. But you you you, you got well, you got you won that, right? Yeah, I think that was year two thousand fifteen. Yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah, I won Tampa Am. And it's crazy because I started Damn. skating that contest the the uh the little homie Jagger. They were already skating those contests. I think my first one I went to, I actually went with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started like skating, and, you know, before it was just amazing going to see those like bigger levels of skateboarding and some of those like am kids video parts I watched and just like, you know, when New Pollution was around, these like little shows who like showcase like skate like these were all like people I looked up to in skateboarding that were like at the same kind of age, but like they were just like at that level in skating or they were like yeah. out there. They knew what yeah. skating was. Right. I was still learning through all my experiences and so it was cool to be in those environments and, you know, just years and years went by of just competing and skating in it. Then, you know, in 2015, I was blessed, you know, to be able to walk away with, you know, the dub. And yeah, like, like he said, it's just like one of those uh, monumental things where, where it's like, you know, you want to win one, you know, oh, like not everybody gets to, no, put man, one yeah. of those, you know, like those titles on their belt. And so like it, you know, it meant a lot to win. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, I finally did. And I think at that time I forgot even the dudes at Skate Parker Tampa was like, yo, like, you know what I mean? I don't I mean I don't know if there was any other African Americans that I've won a Tampa Am, but I like they said something like that. You know what I mean? Like will my name be on the list is like, you know, an African American like win a Tampa Am, you know what so, I mean? And so like it was like a big thing, you know what I mean? And that like put me in the position to, you know, quali- qualify, go try to make it in the street league and stuff. But the Nike SB open was after yeah. that, right? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nike SB open yeah, in Barcelona. Big, yeah. yeah. And wow. so it was just crazy. Like that whole two like that was like in the midst of like the two or three years of me being in, living in California, like a lot, of, like that was all That's taking a place. Lot, man. Yeah. And so it was just like, just hustling. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just wanted like, you know what I mean? And it's crazy because at that point, like I'm still totally oblivious to like the career I can have in skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm still learning. Like well, you make you making money at that point. Uh, I starting to, no, I wasn't even paid athlete by Nike. I don't think at that point, Wow. I might, maybe I might've been, I, I that might've been one of the first, my like first or second years I was like a paid athlete by Nike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um 
but I was still learning. Like when I came into it, I didn't know, like, you know, even later on, like, I didn't know like, Oh, like put out video parts. At some point you can get paid for skating or like, you know, mm. you can go pro. Like I was just purely doing like, I just really love to skate. Right. Like, I yeah. don't come from a background of having any knowledge. There was nobody around me to teach me about what it is. I just saw what I saw and you know, I did what I did. I yeah. just wanted to skate. And so like, I kind of learned all that through experience. And so like when it got to that point to where I was like, getting paid for it i was right. like oh, okay you know like awesome like you know what i mean i can do this or like do that what i want to do or like buy this and so especially nike too like I'm yeah just, do skaters have uh, does, uh, maybe a silly question are there like management or managers that um, skaters have or so i mean uh they do like agents and stuff i right. didn't i didn't have one at all my it was crazy i got with my agent um which oh, was, agent. yeah, yeah right. which was paul's agent for many years um cersei wallace um i got with her like literally it was like crazy timing like literally i want to say a few weeks or so right before Nike sent me the email oh. about wanting to like start Damn. pay wow. me. It okay. was like crazy time. I remember, I remember being in Arizona. I got the email from Casper um, when he was like, you know, he's not there anymore. But when I was uh, in Arizona, I remember looking at my email and it was like, yo, you know, like, you know, we're, you know, thinking about, you know, wanting to support you more formally. And, you know, for me, all that to me, I like was thinking of anything thing it meant that just meant to me like oh maybe they're talking about like trying to pay me now and i was like oh what <laughs> and then like sure enough it was like that was like my first contract you know what i mean Damn, and it all started from oliver flores well actually it started from like steve claire and oliver flores because i was on vox and i was okay. on crew and steve claire he would always ask me he was like yo like if there's any other board company you want to be on, like, what would you want to do? If there's any other shoe company, what would you want to be on? Mm. And I always told him Nike. I was like, yo, like Nike, I want to be on Nike. Like, and he's like, yo, I was like, all right, like, I'm going to see, I might have a friend who rep for them. You know what I mean? I'm going to see what's up. Wow. And I was like, all right, same answer. Never changed. What would you know? Any other one? Like, no, nah, I want to be on Nike. Like Nike. Cause at, <laughs> at this point I've like started to learn a little bit more about Nike and skateboarding. Okay. Totally. Yeah. And so I was like, no Nike. And finally one year Phoenix Sam, I forgot what the year was exactly. He was like, yo, like, I was like, I might have a friend who like, you know, can give you shoes, which was Oliver. And Oliver was going to Arizona because he was uh, rapping for Deluxe as well. And so he was like, yeah, I might have a friend. So one that year I met Oliver. We were talking. And he was like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, if you're down, I'm down. I was like, what? Because I stayed at uh, Steve Claire's hotel with them okay. for the weekend because it was closer to the, to the skate park for the contest for me. And stayed with them. And I was talking to Oliver at the food spot. And he was like, yo, if you're ready, like, I'm ready. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm ready. Like, I want Nikes like I'm ready and so I remember after that weekend I got home when Oliver sent me my first box it was two pairs of shoes I remember the first I remember it was a a pair it was three pairs I think it was a Costin one it was like a royal blue with the white swoosh it was a a team edition was a shoe they came out it was like black with a white swoosh and then it was the Omar Salazar pro model he had and that one was like, I think had like a little hint of purple on it like I mean remember and I remember my favorite ones though were the blue ones the all the Royal Costin one, just because yeah. I love. I mean, I skated all of them though, but like when I got, I saved the Royal Blue one for the last fair because I just loved how the shoe was. <laughs> but yeah, Oliver, like he, you know, I mean, he all like even to this day, I always you know like tell him thank you because he like took that chance on me with like you know, I mean, just giving me shoes and that. Yeah. that was the starting point, mm. to, you know, to me getting to where I'm at with Nike now. Because at that yeah. point, I, I was still nothing. You know, I was still a little fish in the pond. Like they, they were. I was another kid. They sent shoes. I like. I yeah. didn't. I wasn't doing anything that extravagant to be like, oh, like we're gonna invest in this kid. I mean, mm-hmm. and, but that was like the starting point. If Oliver didn't give me the opportunity or like see me that first box of shoes, like I'd probably wouldn't. You know, what I mean, there'd mm-hmm. be no Deshaun on Nike right now. Probably, you know, what I mean. But that's how many years to on Steve N- Claire and him. That's amazing. How many years on Nike now? I would say I've been on Nike for a total of, I want to say, 
six years. Wow. Yeah. Like it's, it's like crazy. it's like uh, official like Nike, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like athlete, like six years, yeah. That's and then incredible. your next your next wave part in the skateboard mag, that was a game changer too. Uh yeah, so like all the content that I put on the barracks was dope, you know what I mean? And that was the time where I was living at Steve Barris crib. Um, That's he, right. That's he let right. Me, yeah, he let me move <laughs> in, and you know he gave me uh you know a roof over my head, like rent free for like I want to say year and a half, two years. <sighs> And all Damn. I had to do was just focus on skating. You know, I'll always thank him for that. You know what I mean? Shout so, Bear. Wow, that's crazy. Like, I did that, and, you know, he gave me the opportunity to put all that content on the barracks, you know, well, you know, which is like, a, you know, a lot of people would like, there were eyes on, you know, content. Oh, yeah. You know, and still is eyes a on what content barracks. And so, sure. and so that helped a lot. You know what I mean? It helped me get my name out there more and more. And, you know, when I first moved here, I actually did a little segment with him. Um, I forgot what it was called, but I think it was through, like, this contest series. And um, the homie Ryan Nadal... Him and uh, some other filmers, they drove out to Arizona to film that segment with me. And after that, you know, I kind of knew Ryan through that. And yeah. so when I moved to um, California in 2015, that was like, the only person I was like, you know, starting to film because I didn't know anybody else. But mm-hmm. I met him through that. So whenever he had time to skate, I would skate with him. And, you know, all those parts were filmed with Ryan. And so, awesome. um, yeah, those came out in the barracks, gave me good pub, you know what I mean? And like helped me get my name out there. And then from there, just like just grinding you know still am grinding just mm-hmm. like it just things just went crazy within that two years you know what i mean like and so all the street like all that just happened like within that yeah. like two or three years of like being there like you did a diamond supply ad then you got skateboarding mags best amateur mm-hmm. skateboarder all that shit yep yeah i got Damn. my first ad open thrasher was uh grizzly ad grizzly diamond grizzly. ad um tray flip from board in hollywood 12 and then uh, after that, yeah, like I want to say, like a year or so later, like that's when I, you know, was blessed to get the year's best am uh, uh title. And then, yeah, just tried, just you know, just trying to keep it going from mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? Just kept keep, uh, keeping it going. And you got grinding. seven plates too in the super, uh, was it super crown world champions too, right? Yeah, yeah, that was actually in LA. It was crazy because that one I got seventh in. Um, I literally. When I won Chicago Street League, um, yeah, I there was no way I was gonna go to the championship. I needed to win a contest, mm-hmm. and that was the last contest of the series in that year. And like I won that one, and that's what allowed me to go there to the World Championship in LA. But like a couple of days before, I rolled my ankle gnarly at the barracks, and so I was skating that contest. Literally, like I did all I could within the span of like three days before like I had to practice or whatever. My ankle was like the size of like. Dude, like the size of man, I don't even know. Not even a golf ball, way bigger than a golf ball, like a grapefruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah size of yeah. a grapefruit. I had it super bandaged up. Like people, I don't even know if people noticed it from my sock, Damn. but like my sock was bulging, and like I just tried to skate it still. Like I, you know, what I mean, wow. like in yeah. pain thinking about Dude, it. Dude, I no. couldn't. It was crazy because it was like it was so. You know, when it's something so swollen that you can't feel it. Yes. Like I couldn't even feel the range of mo. Like yeah. I had nothing, so I was trying to skate. It was, it was like my ankle wasn't even no. there. I was like. When I went up the Euro, like, even the footage from that, I was, like, skating. Like, I was trying so hard to flick, but I just couldn't feel any of the range of motion. I was just, like, flicking off a grapefruit ankle. And and what happened, like, once you got that looked at, was the doctor just like, what what the hell? What are Um, you doing? So, the the doctor I was working with, actually, Nigel put me on with him, uh, Dr. G., um, he we worked on it a bunch leading up to the concert. So he like was the one who told me like, like you'd be good, you know, just wrap it up or whatever. But it was just like Fox. super swollen. And he like we did a lot of, you know, work as much as we could uh-huh. um, leading up to the concert. So when I skated, it wasn't bad. You know, he gave me the okay to skate. Yeah. So I just was wow. like, okay, I'm just going to skate because I need to. And like after that, I'll chill. But dude, my even thinking like, I don't even like even just me even trying to did it. Yeah. I don't even know. Like my ankle was so swollen and but jacked. it wasn't broken. No, it wasn't broken. It's like the adrenaline shit is going. He's yeah. to get it done, you know? Oh my God. I 
I can't mm-hmm. even I can't even imagine. Yeah, I think it was on April fourth of this year we I took him to skate Cab's ramp. Oh, Shout okay. out to Cab at the Panda Ramp. Yeah. And, and, and he wasn't and he wasn't really skating the whole day. And then after I think because it was Christian, it was like everybody, Chris Cole, ripping, like just like we're all skating all school, day. I know, you know I was just heavy like, oh. session. And, yeah, and, 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 and then um, <laughs> chill, I was doing my hand plans. Chill yeah, out, bro. He was, he's killing it, killing it. And, and so the end of the day, he was just doing some just kick turns, pumps, and shit. And Derek just fell, landed on his ankle, and broke his shit yeah, right I there. Broke my ankle Dang. on that ramp. I was just. First break in my life. His life. Wow. My life. So I was just like in my head. It was like, no, oh, I wow. can't believe I did this. Yeah. It, it was crazy. But to say you broke it at Cab's Ramp, skating with a soy is pretty dope. That's, yeah, that's, that's the beast. only cool fact. <laughs> yeah, hey, if it's anywhere to do it or when to do it, that's that was the time. I know. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> yeah. true. But his shit was so, explaining his, he skated like that. Yours I, I, was like, I just can't even imagine because yeah. mine was, it was massive. You know, mm-hmm. it's still like kind of swollen. It's been weeks, but yeah. I mean. It's scary. Yeah. I mean, especially for you, because that's what you do. You know, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I'm a singer. I I didn't have to go on tour or anything. Thank God. Facts. But um, I I can't imagine like skating. I mean, once I saw, you know, they were like, oh, you just rolled it, bro. You Mm -hmm. just rolled it. And I was like, all right, these guys are (laughs) pros. Maybe they know what they're talking about. But But they're not doctors. Yeah. I was like, but they're absolutely not doctors. I got to, you know, urgent care and they're like, no, this is broke. And you're going to need surgery. Pins. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Dang, bro, man, terrifying. But you have you broken anything? Uh, nothing. Knock on wood. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> Are you gonna skate again, Derek? You retired from skating. I don't know. I had a dream that I was skating around the like, barracks, feeling comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like, "Yo, I'm skating again." Uh-huh. Then I woke up. I was like, "Oh, what the hell was I thinking?" <laughs> he, he woke up like, and touched <laughs> the ankle. He was like, oh. <laughs> "It's terrifying." During a pandemic, different, but now this things are open. Now the shows are coming. Like you can't afford to do that. <laughs> I know it's true. You have to go on tour and fucking facts. Yeah. Damn, man. But wow, I can't believe you're skating on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was that feeling. So that's so like the worst injury, kind of, for, and you skated on. Um. Yeah, that one. Yeah, the worst one that I skated on. Then I had one not that long ago. It was like a knee one that I got Whoa. really scared on. It was a freak accident. But like I was skating this rail, smaller rail, and just one of those ones where I like I land on the board and did the splits, and like kind of like sat down. And I was so scared. The first thing I did, like, like forget anything else that might have been affected. Like during that fall, like, I just laid on my back and just like grabbed my my uh my thigh and just immediately started like just bending my knee, making sure I could like bend it to make sure it was good. Cause I was yeah. like, bro. Like, right. please, please. Like that's my most like the, <laughs> right. one, the one injury I do not want to ever deal it's with. Me. And so, um, it was good. And then I went and got checked up, you know, by the same doctor, Dr. G. And, uh, you know, he just told me it was just like, you know, you just like bruised or, you know, your like your MCL area. Like you should be all good. Like, and that one felt like I did way more than that. Like, I mean like laying in bed literally to like turn over to the left. Like I literally have to grab my leg. To put over because it, it, it gets water in it or, or swollen or anything uh, like that. Uh, it was swollen for a little bit, just super too, sore. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like fluid, but like I was scared. Like that one, I definitely thought like I was like, bro, I like this is gonna be the first time where I did have one of those like yeah. really really crazy injuries. And so I thank God that it wasn't that, and you know it healed good. And you know what I mean, and we kept it pushing. But that was probably like the most one that like shook me to the core. Like I was like really scared. How about like, like a gnarly slam when you hit your head? Um, I've, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of like slams, like, you know what yeah, I mean? I've mm-hmm. like racked rails. I've, man, I'm trying to think of what else, like, you know, like. you're not wearing pads getting the street. Yeah, none. Yeah. Yeah. Not <laughs> it's at crazy because right. us growing up, yeah. I wore my rector pads. I had knee pads when I skated jump ramps, like. Yeah. Those ramps, quarter pipes like street and ramps shit. and stuff. Yeah. But, but now I, I see kids shredding bowls and half pipes 
just wearing a helmet, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And, and, yeah. and there's a new way people fall where they kind Nobody of. Nobody, we were. You know, they, almost, they, almost, they almost like put their body like they slide down. Like it's a different yeah. way to fall. Like, I, I've slid to my knees my whole life, and always wore pads. And um, I see now the kids like they're wearing fucking just pants and they're just shredding balls and like they fall a different way than we fell. You know what I'm True. saying? Yeah. Like, it's different. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Bowl. I like that Mike Vallely always wore a helmet from the jump mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. Skating street, he's always rocked a helmet. I always loved yeah. that man. Mike V's beast, dude. Yeah. And Andy, oh, yeah. and I just found Andy Anderson, who I've been watching because I started watching that do thing. I found him, and Andy's the best. And he, I like, I like how best. he rocks a helmet and shit. He has yep. such a cool yeah. style mm-hmm. and shit. Like he's like Roddy Mullen vibe, and he's like yeah. old school '80s tricks, but he does new shit. Like, yeah, he's beast. Andy's beast. Yeah, he, he always blows people's minds at the contest. Yeah, dude, he's, <laughs> he's so he's sick. pull out some random fucking '80s trick or make it his own way and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, but yeah, so the pad thing and the knee yeah. pads. Nobody really fuck. You don't really do that at all. Yeah, no pads. yeah, no, yeah, no pads. I mean, now like Damn. if like if I like was legit like want to learn transition, I would wear them for sure. Do you uh, skate transition? Yeah, I like transition a lot. Okay. Like I actually, that's what I was skating before I skated street. Um, like I could still skate it a bit, but I just the only thing is for me is like I I just have to like skate it a little more to get comfortable with it. But I can still like I can air. I can do a lot like a lot of transitions. Damn. I just didn't really put a lot of time into it. But you I love do transition. front side, back side airs and yeah. shit. Yeah, oh, I can cab. Like I can I can do a nice. lot of stuff. Like like big ramps, like Hawks ramp and shit. Um, I haven't skated Rocks ramp, but, uh, but, uh, Hawks ramp, but like I can like I would drop in on there. I would like grind Damn. it and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to go a couple weeks ago. I didn't end up going, but the guy I went with he dropped in. I saw him drop in the video, but like no pads. I'm like. That's like a thirteen foot ramp or something. Yeah, shit. That's you know sketchy. what I mean? Like, that, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I love mini ramps too. I, I mm-hmm. love that so much. Hopefully, yeah, mini ramps I, are beast. Yeah, I love Cab's ramp. It's fucking, it's so good. Cab's mad no cool. I like Cab. He's the best, mad. right, yeah, man? Mad, He's so mad, humble cool. and fucking sweet. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, big heart. Yeah, and like they keep, they're like in tune of like the young skaters and yeah. they keep, they're like oh, yeah. still in the mix. True, you know what I mean? True. All those dudes, Cole. <laughs> um, Soy, all dudes are awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah me awesome. and Cole, all, me and me and Cole always shoot the shit when we see each other about like skating, biking, because he bikes and I love biking too. Mm-hmm. So we talk about that and just you know like music and all that. But yeah, I love all those dudes are awesome. Those guys Legends. Go all out, yeah. And they you still, know, all out still. Still like, go hard, see, man. Like, like dirt bikes yeah. competing. Like, yeah. Right? <laughs> Soy's you know, kids shred. Like yeah. his whole family's like yeah. it's in their blood and shit. It's, it's, it's impressive. You know, it's really cool to see because we looked up to those guys i mm-hmm. mean literally like walls plastered you know, of all their faces everything everything and but know, looking at but look at them in thrasher like the bones yeah. brigade videos you think they're much older but they're only a couple years yeah older. i know i was like yo these dudes are- <laughs> they, they were so up here you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? like those those vhs all this shit is life oh, changer man. man yeah um how how intense was your um to, to try to go in the Olympics, like all that. Oh yeah. I'm like how much time this. and energy and <laughs> practice and all that. Um, it was, it was new to me. It was definitely foreign to me. Um, I, you know what I mean? I'm trying like coming to that whole thing. It was the, my main thing was just the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't think, you know, in the most humble way possible, I didn't think I struggled skill wise. What was the main deciding factor on how I, uh, performed was my mind, my mental okay. nerves, like that always took a toll on my body every contest all the time. You know what I mean? Like people could just tell you're in your head too much, it's too much. Like, right. you know what I mean? Mm. And, and so, yeah, it was new, you know, just changing, you know, and, and rearranging my life to just, you know, be in the, the state of, you know, state of mind of like, you know, a really super athlete, like, you yeah. know, 
trying to be good about where I eat, like what I eat, mm-hmm. sleeping, you know, really training and practicing, you know, like repetition on certain tricks. Like it, I had to change the way that, you know, skateboarding really, you know, what initially it is, you know, you go yeah. skate, you like, you want to, you learn, try to learn a new trick every day. You're just doing whatever on your skateboard. There's yeah. no routine. And so it was, it was challenging. You know what I mean? A lot. You know what I mean? I, I really, but are you, are you super harsh on yourself? Like a harsh critic of yourself? Um, I would say I am nothing, nothing that's too much where it's unhealthy, but yeah, 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 I yeah. am definitely, you know, like a huge credit on myself with, you know, my skateboarding, you know what I mean? And just, yeah. you know, all the way down to what tricks I do to how I do them, you know, how my clips look like. I'm like, really, you I perfectionist yeah. too. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I'm start, I'm starting to get better with that and just really, um, uh, I want to say really, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Like really. Uh, be vulnerable to like the character that comes into things that aren't perfect. So instead of like want to like yeah. redo something, certain things I want to redo, but if something where I'm like, oh, like I kind of like the way I drop my shoulder, You're I kind of right. like the way right. I like touch the ground. Like yeah. I, I found that that stuff is what brings the, you know, what I mean that oomph into you and know your clips style. and stuff. Yeah, vibe. style, yeah, exactly. You know, like how you did recover from that fall. You know how you, you know, what I mean, I'm starting to understand that like a lot of that stuff is Ashad does that really well. Like nothing but character in all his clips like you can just tell like you just really surfing like you know what i mean and just yeah. mm-hmm. taking you know taking it as as you know as right. the lands which makes it that which makes it that and so um yeah it, it was it was different um the whole thing was different i don't um i should i, should I go on talking about like the whole olympic yeah because yeah, yeah, i was okay. i'm really curious like what's involved like what did they tell you to do like this is you know what's the breakdown mm-hmm. first of all it's crazy like growing up skateboarders right that it's at the Olympics, you know never what I mean? Like imagined. you yeah, never because it, be it was there. just something that oh you can grow out of that kid. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah. something you're into now. You know what I mean? It's just a phase totally. and all that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. facts to becoming like a fucking multi, the whole world skates. <laughs> right. You exactly. Know? You know what I mean? Like it's it's I mean, a household so, thing. I, so when you try out, like like break it down. Like what do they say? Like okay, like do this like certain tricks or like do you have many times? Do you have like so how- um so on the competing aspect of it, you know. Um, the main contest they ran by, you know, a format, a format of, um, if I'm saying it right, I think it's, I forgot what they call it. I think it's two, four, it's, it's like something like that. But the, the overall format is you get two runs, okay. 45 second runs, then you get five. And best they have tricks. everything set up like, uh, uh, they, they have like a skate park built okay. yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, for the All contest, right. you know what I mean? Like okay. obstacles. Um, and so pretty much they have it built or whatever and you know that's the format: two, two runs, runs, five five best tricks, five four best scores tricks. count. Okay. So okay. so say I I could blow two runs, but I if I if I put four scores on the board off of the best tricks I'm trying, I could still win the contest. I see. But the 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 thing is to come in you know off a strong run so that you don't have to depend on your five attempts. You want to re- yeah, reduce right. the most you know amount of pressure Damn. you can, and so it can go either way with that format, which is a better and more fair format everybody is is grown on everybody and everybody loves that contest format because okay. you know some people may still only do runs right or you know or may only have best trick contests or like yeah. you know jam format and so that has became like the best format for competing just in general worldwide oh, okay. you know a lot of like do a tour changed their format to that yeah. you know sls format they call it um a lot of contests jumped on that wave and so that's kind of how it goes so you know in, in training you're you're trying to perfect you know how to do runs you're trying to learn those tricks and get them consistent with what you would put in runs. Then you have your five tricks that you're trying to like really just have, mm-hmm. if not every try, second try at the least, you're you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, at the most. And so, 
um it's crazy because like you know that's not how you would normally skate yeah right. you know like you, you you do a trick takes you whatever 30,000 tries you're still trying until you yeah. Yeah. at least yeah. land right. one right. Totally. in contest you don't have that so it's all that pressure put on oh, by man, all man. that and, and then how many people are in the yeah are uh-huh. competing against you for exactly. this spot I mean how many I'm, I'm curious oh like, so much it's it's uh it's hundreds like right. hundreds um, all right. worldwide like it's everybody in the same you know contest space it's the numbers is pretty big. So it's like, Fuck. you know what I mean? Trying to like make it happen among, amongst amazing skateboarders all right. over the world. You know what I mean? And so. Is that what that do thing was I was watching? Uh, do tour. Yeah. Do tour. Was that the, is that like the finals to get into Olympics? So do tour is a part of the Olympic qualification. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, SLS was, but they dropped out to get back to their own thing. So really it's like do tour and then whatever other five star events or you know big events uh world skate which is the the body of like the the contests that are olympic qualifications um okay. and they, that they put on and so okay. um that's what do tour was it was okay. one of the qualification contests and so it was crazy because we were supposed to have a whole qualification season like 10 or more contests oh wow. and then COVID happened and it got cut to two deciding uh, whether or not you were going to go to the Olympics for, for skateboard. <laughs> and it was so, raining, it was raining there too, right? Yeah. It was all crazy and due to, you know what I mean? It was, I mean, it was, it was nobody's fault. I would mm-hmm. say like it, everybody got hit with it. Everybody had to deal with it from the skateboarders to the people who worked the event, not to the people sure. who had to run the event. So mm-hmm. it was like, it was crazy. It, it was just being, you know, even though a lot of skateboarders, we were all eerie about it. We were bummed because it was interfering and messing with how we, yeah. you know, us competing totally uh, the, the mind that we had Everything. you know just our you know how when we had to skate how we had to skate and so it was that but then in general just remembering that like yo like this is new to everybody this is stress for everybody this is olympic this is crazy all man. these things that like are playing in the everybody having whatever frustration and like built up it was just all going it all comes out in these situ in those type of situations so yeah. it's a lot you know what i mean and so um dealing with all that it was, you know, it was just crazy. You know what I mean? You got to think about a whole season just being just cut to two deciding whether or not. Crazy, and wherever man. you are in your rankings, when everything picked back up, those two contests is where you're at. You know what I mean? Okay. Like there was no, you know, typically like a, a track or anything like mm-hmm. you guys have a whole crazy season of a lot of equal opportunity to make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just one or two races at the side. It's like a whole thing building up and which I feel like is why when the Olympics comes around, those sports have so much of a crazy impact in the watch because people have something to follow all of those years leading up to it. Totally. It's so new for skateboarding. I feel like we're like now, and this will be like a good trial for it that there's nothing, you know, the only contests that are televised was is do tour and street league, but those came in last minute too, to be Olympic qualifiers and whatever coverage was about it was about it, but there was nobody telling people on television, like, this is street league. These are qual- these are Olympic qualification. Like qual- right. like yeah. watch these. It was kind of like oh a street league happened again. And mm-hmm. if you knew about Olympics and knew about the point system, then you knew. Yeah. But other than that, people who were watching just like oh like he won a- he won street league. Right. There was no full thing, mm-hmm. and so that's why I feel like now leading up to it is, it's still gonna be foreign to a lot of people. It's gonna be a great intro for it. people are gonna learn about sure. it. It's gonna be a good thing. But I still feel like this is definitely the trial for it. And now after this happens in Olympics, more people will watch it, and then. Next time around for the 2024 or like, you know, 2028, it will be an even crazier impact because people now have something to follow. They now yeah. have skaters to learn about. They now. And so it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, I mean, it's going to be more uh, yeah. more familiar with people. But it's like, yeah, in the in the amongst all that, it's just like, yeah, it's it's going to be awesome either way. But it's like, yeah, it a lot goes behind it. I mean, all these sports who've been doing this, you know, Olympic competing and they these people 
are starting to train for this, like, yeah, ten plus, you know, how many every years totally, before? Because they know when the season's coming, they know exactly how many track meets is going to be. They know it. For skateboarding, it's kind of like everybody's trying to figure this out <laughs> at like the okay. year is supposed to happen. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no, you know what I mean, and so. Um, it was a lot of yeah, it was a lot of ups and downs. Like you know, they did a great job. The you know the body of USA Skateboard and the body of every country's you know what I mean skateboard yeah. federations. Like they done a pretty good job as, as best as they could do with giving notice and you know requirements they had to meet leading up to the games. And mm-hmm. so, like I said, it the next couple of years of seeing it, you know what I mean, it'll really be awesome because okay. you know it'll be they'll have more figured out. Every, yeah. you know everything to a T will be more uh, narrow and people. And have something to follow but yeah it was a great experience um in rome that was like the last thing out you know the whole time i was in a good spot it was a race i like kind of you know didn't i didn't make finals a lot last season and you know it was kind of random when we got hit with it It was like oh okay olympic points actually started at this contest and you know oh, everybody shit. was like oh wait what <laughs> and so at that point Damn. every contest became a point game it was no longer like winning great right. but it became like get your points are you do you get in competitive mode um I try to. I try like I feel like what best help me what me what best helps me compete is that like just kind of like being in a clear headspace and more fun, not getting too stressed on it. Yeah. I try to have an equal balance of being in a competitive mode, but having like um, an equal balance of like having fun. You know what I mean? Because it kind of mm-hmm. gets a little crazy. How you doing? That's Chappelle Lacey right there, Arizona. <laughs> Chappelle doing, Lacey in the house. In the house. <laughs> okay, bet. Hell yeah. Sit down, Chappelle. Um, and so <laughs> it's kind of crazy, like, like uh talking with the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy with all that happening because then it's like, you know, we're all having to figure this out and it's all new to us and foreign. And so we had to like change everything. And so me, like, my situation was I like didn't make finals a lot, and so I was always playing the catch-up game. Like mm. I wasn't, pl- I wasn't doing playing it strategically. I had no idea on like how to just get the point. Even if you come attempt to get, like I was just like going for the win every contest. Like there yeah. was no strategy in my in my competing. You know what I mean? And oh, so you like, like, okay, this is my best trick. I should be doing this one in um, order to get the point. I-, I had my tricks, but like I wasn't thinking like, okay, do this to get in fourth to get ten points. So you are, but like, right. I was just thinking okay. like, oh, we have the contest. I'm just trying to like make it to finals and win. Like, exactly. And so then that was why I was in a situation where I was always playing catch up. Mm. And so circling now around where it came and it, depending on these two contests, I was, I was always in a good position, but it, it was still down to the fact where it was, okay, Jake's right here. Jamie's right here. Mario's right here. Like I need to do this in order to like go above them and like make up this. Like it was Damn. like, it was never like a, you know what I mean? And so, like, even now, you know, learning from all that experience, like, now I know right. going into, like, 2024 20, Olympic in Paris, like, okay, now, like, it's straight strategy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. care. Like, I'm going in this the smartest way possible. I'm playing the game. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't play the game. Like, I missed finals off of just, like, I missed finals by trying a crazy trick for all five. Of, like, I, there was no strategy in my game whatsoever. I'm, just, You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I didn't. And so, you know, I learned that way. And I learned a lot from, like, this whole, you know, the whole experience with competing. It is fun. You know what I mean? You learn a lot of stuff about yourself. You put yourself, you're in different environments, just mentally and physically. And, like, it, it's cool to adapt and, like, learn, you know, and go through those steps mm-hmm. of improvement. But, like, when I was in Rome, uh, what was the thing? It was, like, two weeks or so ago. Um, I was skating. And, you know, I mean, I was, you know, stoked. I was I skated as hard as I could. I made a promise to myself, like, when everything picked up, I was like, yo, as long as you skate as hard as you can and just do the things that, you know, you can control on your end to make it a possibility. Then, like, you know, you can't really be mad when it doesn't it doesn't happen or doesn't work because you you know yeah. you did what you're supposed to do. And so, I made it the next day um, from from open qualifier to uh, semis and semis, which is that Friday 
or yeah, that Saturday, um, skated super close. It was up to like one trick for me to like make it to finals and like would have been going to Tokyo. You know what I mean? It was like oh, up damn. to one trick. And so it just like, I had my nerves just hit, like, they just like hit me. Yeah. Like I knew like, you know, you, you deal with everything the whole season, just in general with your career of everybody knowing your potential, knowing what you can do, knowing if you should be there, like, and you hear it, you know, you, you start do, questioning you, you yourself do, too. Yeah. No? You do interviews all about Olympics, you know, where you're at with your standings. Like, you know, you just need to do this and do this. He's here. He's here. Like, it's just so much. And it Fuck. takes so much of a toll on your, like, mental and your and your body and everything. Yeah. And so it was like, all that was playing in my head when I was in that position because I was low-key starting to train and put myself in situations where I was like, okay, like, last year you can do this. And, like, getting myself to trying to try to get that consistency of, like, what to do and how to feel in those type of environments and situations. Mm-hmm. And so when I got there man, that practice couldn't even help me. Like, it was just so much nerves and I was just so like, I could just feel it in my body and my legs. Like, my mind was there, but I like, I wanted to like, try hard, but like, it just wasn't like matching. You know what I mean? And so like, I tried the last trick, it didn't land in like, what trick was it? uh, It was triple from board. I was trying to get that score and like, you know, making the finals. And like, after I landed, it was crazy because like, it was like, okay, I found I didn't make it. For some reason, like, there was just like, no, it wasn't a bone in my body that allowed me to be mad or sad. Like, I was just like, I kind of felt relieved mm. and like my shoulders as the first time I ever felt like, like literally like it felt like I was carrying a backpack that was heavy and like my shoulders just got lighter all of a sudden. My Damn. mind got clear and like, I just had like that space to think again. Cause all of my life for that three years was consumed by just like thinking like this mm-hmm. for this. And so, you know, everybody was like, you know, was, you know, like, uh, you know, comforting me. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really mad or sad. I didn't show like you just, you would, you would think, I made it to finals the way I like. I walked off the course. I was just like I was kind of like leading up. I was in a good headspace. A lot of things were happening for me outside of the competition aspect, which you know yeah. empowered me mentally. So like it, I wasn't really like all eggs one basket. Like mm-hmm. this, I need this for a boom in my like you know what I mean. I was got on toy machine. I dropped the part. You know, got a lot a lot of good love on that. And so things were going good. So I would say you know even talks of how people leading up to that that day or that trip going to Rome. I was in a very great headspace, you know what I mean? Like, whether or not I made it or not. Right. And so I felt, you know, the love on both sides. And so when it happened, like, you know, walked up the course, you know, congratulated all the homies who made it, uh, you know, went back to the hotel, flew home the next day. And, like, when I got back, I was just, you know, wanted to be straight to it. And, like, I told everybody, I was like, yo, like, I, I just got to a point in, like, just life in general was like, bro, like, like, you know, God's time is the best time, you know what I mean? And, like, I felt like every time I wanted something to happen, when I wanted it to happen, like, mm-hmm. it didn't happen, but it was always on time. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I'm, and so I never, like, I never put, I never put, like, any hard feelings now just with anything. I'm like, yo, if something happens that didn't go my way, like, it's all right. Like, there's a reason for why that didn't happen, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, reminded myself that, like, yo, like, this could have been him giving me this more time, you know what I mean? this Him sitting me out for this one could have... Is him just preparing me for the one that's going to be like, you know, right. when it's figured out yeah. it's crazier, it's going to be even bigger, effective, bigger, even boom. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I reminded myself of that just, you know, week by week, even day by day still. I'm like, yo, like, you know, just chill. It's right around the corner. Qualification's probably going to start for that in, like, another year mm-hmm. or two. Like, it's not far away. And so, it's like, yeah, I always say, you know, God's time is the best time. And then, like, you know, if there's this probably a bigger blessing that, like, I needed this to like get to that is mm-hmm. and maybe if I was the Olympics and maybe it would have took me away from that. So it was like, I have all this time now to like build up and have anything around me that I'm working on or doing grow with me even more so that when it comes around and like, I'm trying again for Paris, like it's going to be even that much more impactful, impactful for me, my career, anybody else support me and everything. So like, yeah, I never got too down about not making it. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't like, 
even to this day, I'm like, I mean, I'm chilling. Like, I see all the little stuff, recaps, and everybody going. I'm like, yo, that's like, there's still beast. Like, it's cool, you know what I mean? But, like, I'm mentally, I'm like in such a good headspace. Like, I'm going to the park, skating again, and to learn to new tricks. Next. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the next. I'm like starting to film for new parts. I'm working on more music. Like, I'm just like doing all these things that, like, were all put on a hold until, like, that. And, and I wouldn't have been able to do anything with them until after July, which is like, you know, a month of some change out, you know, depending on how it went out there. But it's like, yeah, I feel like now, this time, just like, man, just like all the stuff I learned, just mm-hmm. being like having to be that type of like skateboarder. And like, I've yeah. learned so much now taking it like forward. It was like, you know, like I said, like playing the game, being strategic. Like, right. I've learned so much, even the last contest. Like, you know, my friend Andrew Nicholas, who I grew up with, you know, is actually the Team USA team manager. He was like, like, we had that conversation on the course like debating, you know, what we're going to do going to the next round. Like, okay, like, yeah, like, mm. let's play safe because, like, you know, in the past, like, we've learned not to, like... But So it's just crazy, mm-hmm. like, Damn. even having this downtime to think about all that, like, all the stuff I learned, even right now, think about everything I learned yeah. throughout that whole process of competing and, like, now and just thinking about moving forward for the next round of things. Like, I feel like I'm just, like, mentally and just, like, with wisdom, like, what I need to do in order to be in a way better position leading up to it than what I was now because right. where I was at on this round right. was like, it was all over the place. It right. was stressful. It mm-hmm. was like a neck to neck. Things were stopping, going, contests, like everything got changed. So like this year for me, like, and it's still great, but for me personally, I feel like if it was anyone to miss, it was this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like now yeah. going on to, we know it's, it's going to be even that much bigger and better years to come because people sure. are going to be hit. Like, People are still barely finding out skateboarders are gonna be in the Olympics a week out, right. yeah, a true. day out. Facts. Nobody still really knows. Like I'm meeting people, even some of the interviews I did, like the news people, they're like, "Oh, skateboarding, like, wow, okay." Like before all the press started coming out, now like yeah. people are still like, "Oh, like legit, like, oh, now I'm into it, like now I'm gonna look out for it." Like nobody's still Damn. knows. So like mm-hmm. this is gonna be like the baby boomer. Then like every year after that, because right. skateboarding's already growing crazy as Huge. it is, like. It's gonna be crazy this time around, like for Paris and LA, like go, LA Olympics, LA, like it's gonna be skate insane, yeah. like it's gonna be insane. Yeah. So it's like, like I said, you know, it's, circling back to that, it's like great that you, you you can see that, you know, yeah. for the clarity that it is, you know, it's like okay, all these things are happening for obvious reason, facts, and then to take all that energy, you know, as far as like you know where you need to be the next time, especially in the mental game, mm-hmm. you know, like I see a lot of like athletes, like. Jordan and 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 uh, LeBron, you know, when they get into those situations yeah. where it's just like, man, what is going on in their mind when yeah. it's like last minute? Mm-hmm. That's what makes them such incredible players. That exactly. ability to be like, all right, I'm in the moment, like, and comfortable exactly. in the moment. You know, you see Jordan put it up. It's like, relax. Yeah, you know, LeBron just like, give me the ball. Like, let me do my thing. Exactly. You know? That mental state is Zone. so important that you said, mm-hmm. and it's great that you realize that's where I need to be next yeah. time, you know, and then everything will fall into place. They know? always say, there's so many quotes about them saying like, you know what I mean? It's not like, it's not about, you know what I mean? The, like, I think it's the glory or whatever. It's like about like, you know, the comeback, how you come back from it. Oh, all. Yeah. Like yeah. how you, and Absolutely. So, all those dudes have <laughs> oh. amazing stories about, dude, Kobe has so many stories about when he was missing shots, how much time he would go put in after that. Then he, you know, he yeah. became yeah. an amazing player. Jordan too. Jordan, he lost yeah. a lot of games. Like, uh, my mom was, oh, yeah. my mom's dude. He like sent me a, a picture actually of, uh, like a little quote Jordan had is like a picture of him, like in the gym. And it was like, I think he said something about like, I think it was how many shots he missed or how many games he won. And like, he went back and like, like a lot of stuff like that was like, no, Crazy. all the greatest, like they don't, they don't have, 
and some people, if their life is a polished story, but a lot of those dudes like went through like kind of what I went through, like Absolutely. Yeah. didn't make yeah. it, and then like came back around. But when they came back around, oh, it was like, yo, yeah, like you, you know what yeah. I mean. And so like I, I love, man, I love, I love a good comeback story, like over anything and like you know with me like i'm thinking for everybody around me who's like you know gave me that like uh you know unconditional love and like now it's like like i said i it's another day for me and like you know life moves on it's like that's just one aspect mm-hmm. of what you know what i mean that for me to be that emotionally attached to it that i would have been letting that like um let, letting that uh describe or like you know tell the world the type of skateboard i am with, with which is not like right. that's not I'm not just only that. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so I like, I feel like it's the biggest blessing again ever for me not to have one in a way because now I get to have all these other things that I am right. grow, like grow with me. And mm-hmm. like, so that when people tap in, like this is normal and like they can, they're already supporting that to the, like the highest degree. And then when I go, it's like the impact on just me and my life is going to be just like, astronomical because i've had this time to like ground myself and, and stay yeah, solid mm-hmm. and that way you know what i mean people you know are more interested in it but yeah like it's that it's still you know great hands like there's a lot of great skaters going to the olympics and everything you know i good luck to like all those dudes yeah. killing you know what i mean and yeah. it's like you know it's the you know it continues you know somebody told me they're like yo like what's the next chapter i was like bro i didn't i didn't <laughs> i didn't change the chapter it's still open i just it's just a, a page just flipped <laughs> right yeah, like totally. i'm still i'm still in the same chapter like you know what i mean i'm still going i'm still going to try to go hard for i'm still going to grind i'm not giving up i just it's another page yeah. like yeah. the chapter's uh, never closed so yeah you know like how those moments you say about jordan how like during the moments and yeah they're mine and they take the shot whatever yeah they're listening to the audience, but you're listening to your headphones during during the yeah. The, uh-huh. So you're in your own world, your dimension, right? Listen, mm. what are you listening to? So I started listening to music uh, a couple years ago. I think the first time was in Brazil. I think for one of the contests, and um, I like it because I can't really hear what's going on. Yeah. Wait, you're wearing headphones? Oh, he is really earbuds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't listen to like. Wow. I can't hear the commentating. Yeah. I can't hear nothing. Wow. And I just like music, man. Like music, it means. The, it means how much skateboard mu- means to me. Like yeah. I've, I grew up around music. Like you know, what I mean, I love music. Like I really like. I listen to every. Like I'm really. He was into on a dance, music. a dance team, traveling dance team. Mm-hmm. Do a yeah. backflip, backflip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm really into music, so like that. It really okay. is a part of me. So like when I listen to music like that, like it just music does a lot for me. You know what I mean? Like from the moment I wake up to everything I do, I'm listening to music. Like mm-hmm. I cannot, like I need music and you know what I mean? And I made music with my cousin. Like when I was younger, they would always write raps for me, have me rap. They're freaks. Now I try to jump in. So like, <laughs> yeah, I, like music is really important to me. And so like just now skating with it, it just puts me in like this, like this, like just headspace. It's and just, just like, it, it's own just like, you know, like rim of just like, you know what I mean? I lock in. I'm just like, I'm moving on the, the, the beat. I'm just like sucked in by whatever the vibe, the music creates for me. You know what I mean? Like whether it's depending on the artist or whatever it is, but it just like it, you know. What I mean, it just does a lot for me. It helps me so much. It calms me down. It like, you know, what I mean, I really yeah. get into it, and like, it kind of brings that, like, you know, that. Yeah. Do you pick me. a certain song for your runs when you're doing the do tour thing? Um, it depends on what I'm. Uh, it depends on who I'm listening to at the point, or it depends on like what my energy is. If I'm trying to calm down, you know, what I mean, if I'm trying to like really calm down and and be like in a just a smooth, smooth headspace, I go to like my, all over the place from Otis Redding to like Charles wow. Bradley to wow. like to. Man, to like Labby Shifre, like I, I just go all over the place, like you know what I mean with that type of music, and then like you know if if I'm like okay, I want to turn up, like you know I go to like you know some newer, you know newer artists, like you know a Young Thug or like you know like once yeah. I'm listening to, 
that I was playing uh, when I was skating. It was, it's called Paid the Fine. It's okay. like a good song. It's just like one of those songs where it's just talking about just like the whole aura of the song is just like, you know, just eating. Like, you know what I mean? Eat like, like, just, you know, you like, you trying to eat, you know what I mean? You, you showing love, you know, people around you. Like, even the music video is amazing. Like, I just love yeah. that whole song and what they did with that song in general. Then, um, yeah, the song was like, uh, it's called Top by like Fredo Bang and, and Lil Derek. It's like, same thing. It's just yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the lyrics is just, he's just talking about like, you know, like, you know, my mama's stepper. Like, you know what I mean? I can't walk by faith. You know what I mean? Every day I wake up, you know what I mean? To some brand new hate. Like, it's just yeah. like, like lyrics like that, like draw me to like push me. Like, okay, like mm-hmm. it's real stuff. Like, I don't really like some of the, like, I got a lot of homies listening to like rap who are like more like, like trap, trap. Or it's like, yeah, they, like, were they really talking right. about like sipping lean and stuff like that stuff, bro? I swear, like, I never like, I don't even really like tap in that type of music. The most music I listen to, like on that like end, that like draws me is like when like rappers are like going in like a little baby, like they have a little bit of trap in there, but they're really talking about like what they went through in life. Yeah. Like, and it's really real. It's not like, you know what I mean? Like you could like, you could, after listening to song, you can go to an interview and he going to like talk about like that point in his life that he was really doing. You know what I mean? Like I like just fact stuff, raw wave, all those type of people. Like those are like, my favorite artists, they like really put me in that zone when I'm skating because I love, man, I love the story. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you come from it or you've been through some stuff, it's like mm-hmm. you appreciate that type of music a lot. Like, so yeah. that's kind of like what I listen to. And so what does know? your music sound like? What, what vibe? Uh, I'm all over the place. I, I I like to make everything. Every time I go to the studio, I make something different. Like, I'll make nice. like, like a long, like, right, you know, like facts, like, you know, trap or like, I'll go to like, you know, more like dance hall vibe or I go to like singing. I got I actually got a song with Ben Harper that I've been what? sitting on for a minute. Damn. Yeah, bro. nobody knows about it. I got a song with Ben Harper I've been just sitting on. Like I don't know when I'm gonna drop cool. Yeah, I don't know when I'm gonna <laughs> drop it, but I was gonna use it for my last video part. Um Do you but sing it, too? Yeah. Sick. Yeah, I didn't work out like and that was like legit. I got footage on my phone. I recorded like I went to Ben's house. We're like in his wow. like dungeon. He's playing the, like the guitar, making the beat from scratch. Like we went in on that song. It's a dope song. And that whole song we're just talking about just like like kind of just like fighting and like like it, it's a crazy song. I've been plotting when I want to drop it, but damn, when'd you yeah. do that? How long? Ago? Uh, that was uh, earlier this year. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah, tapped okay. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, Ben's a good, like a, a good a good friend of mine, a great mentor. Like oh, yeah, he, yeah. We tapped in and he dedicated time. He you know what I mean he really put aside. Like I mean I'm pulling up like at his crib. Like yeah, like, what coming in? We're like you know it's it's dark upstairs because wife and kids asleep. Like we're going to dungeon. Like he really <laughs> he really sacrificed the time that's and like amazing. really like you know worked with me that's and I, I appreciate that like endlessly. But it's like like I like that's what I'm saying. Like I'm really like so into music that like. I take like I really take steps like that to like really like I'm really passionate about it and it's been a thing like I always talk about that too in interviews because for a minute like certain people left a bad taste in skateboarding about music you know what I mean and Mm. not not to hate on them and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying their music was trash or anything but like you know it was so foreign to people when like a Terry Kennedy wanted to make music or like you know like those dudes did it and Mm -hmm. so skateboarders were like oh the next African American who wanted to make music oh he's gonna rap like be careful like Uh, I don't want him to like going on that whole of like you know what i mean being cocky or arrogant about her like even if he like singed or just whatever you know what i mean it left it left a lot of like bad taste in people's mouth and so this time around there's so many like homies who make music and um you know i always uh hats off to like the homie nikel because he was like one of the first skateboarders you know we're like around the same age he's not like super old or anything he just became very aggressive with let people know like it's a part of me i'm gonna put it out there you know he's making music yeah. and dropping music videos and i always like took my hat off of that because it was like nobody was doing that it was still so foreign it was rubbing people weird because i think it was only rubbing people weird because of the confidence and like how much love he had behind it right mm. so it forced people to pay attention mm-hmm. and now coming around is like that helped me even more with like 
been out there about my music because I've made music for years, but I never like I would just send it to my homies and like mm-hmm. keep it amongst my my, uh, my friend group. And so is it like you have to be a pro skateboarder? You can't be a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that's yeah. that like in it's a weird. box thing. And like yeah. that's my whole thing right now. Like even with my stuff and like dropping more music is like I'm doing everything like super legit. Like mm-hmm. when I come out <laughs> with music, like I'm like so like people know that like I'm not just. Right. Like I literally like I'm into this. Like I'm taking every step. Like I have people around me who are really in like the music industry who yeah. I'm getting my knowledge and my wisdom from. Like, you know, like one of my good friends, uh, TJ Mizell, uh, he's actually uh JMJ's son. Um oh, I, shit. like I've been yeah, I've been really like he's like my big brother, you know what I mean? Like they help me with all my music stuff you outside of that. Here? Yeah, yeah, they oh. uh, yeah, uh, they live like we live, like live like close to each other. Okay. Um like kinda in uh North Hollywood Jam area. Master Jay, correct? Yeah, Jam Master Jay. Amazing. Um and so I, you know, I look to them for a lot of, like, my, like, you know, my music wisdom, you know, I send mu- I'm music to them, like, you know, they're around music, they have no reason to lie to me, like, mm-hmm. like, right. they tell me straight up, like, if it's trash, it's trash, if it's not, cool. you know, that's like, like super yeah, important. like, you can do this, like, right. you should go back and do this, or whatever, you know what I mean, and so, yeah. that's helped me develop my confidence with, like, okay, getting better at music, and, like, you know, like, just seeing the progression of, like, it went from, like, okay, this is cool to, like, them, like, legit, like, this right. is a bank, you know what I mean, and dope. so, right. and then I had a, a couple years ago, a talk that stuck with me too was uh, uh, Ferg was actually in town because uh, TJ he DJs for Ferg. Okay. Um, and uh, I like met him through TJ and everything. And uh, TJ had like a family dinner at his crib one day, and um, Ferg was there, and a couple other friends and family and stuff. And I was talking to Ferg for a minute about just skateboarding. Like he was asking me how things going with skating. I mean, like yeah. how's Nike going? Like just straight skating. And then he brought up music. He was like, "Yo, like, what's up with your music like you know when i'm on tour with tj like he like he, like he'll play it in the studio like it's dope like you know what do you want to do it in i was like oh i was like you know i, I was like i just make it like i love music like, i just send it to my homies like i don't you know what i mean i just mm-hmm. want to do it you know what i mean i don't have any like plans of like trying to do anything with it but i like i love it and he was like no like you should just start putting stuff out like it's dope like you know what i mean like it's, it's you know it's no sense of holding on to like you know art like just in general true. like anything you love doing like there's no sense of holding on to like put it out like it's true and then that like motivated me even tj same thing he was like yo like put it out like you love doing it like you know what i mean like i have enough people around me who keep it honest with me mm-hmm. if it's trash or not so like that also helps too so i'm like totally. if i love it like it's a part of me you know what i mean why not why not give my platform and what i'm doing is for people to learn about me they want to become right. more attached to me they just Absolutely. don't want to see if i'm winning or losing because right. that that's not a real fan right and so like that's what i kind of learned through mm. all this is like I if I if there's something I'm passionate about and I put love into it, like it would be selfish for me not to give it to my world or people who follow me, you know what I mean? And it's mm-hmm. like a lot of uh like I look at it with that stuff, you know, any project, anything, like, you know, I have a non like anything that I feel like is genuine that I want to give to people, I feel like it selfish if I don't do it and like just in a sense of all that is like, bro, like this Cyril, uh Cyril Jackson, he uh he's a skater for Baker and stuff, he actually sent me a a, a thing on Instagram uh, I forgot like what the DM said but he was like watch this king or something he sent me like that Denzel speech oh, that he did yeah oh, and dude I like that is so crazy and that's so powerful like just the whole thing oh, where yeah. he talked about just like you know you like you know when you're on your deathbed or you lie on your bed and like you have you know you don't want all these spirits of unpotential like you know thing that you like didn't do yeah. that you like are made and do just like surrounding you mm-hmm. like and I always think about that. I'm like, bro, like, that's crazy. Like, that speech is so insane. Like, it's so good. But, like, it's just little things like that. Like, I just, like, really now when I do everything that I'm passionate about, like, I really try to, like, really do it. And, yeah, it's normal, like, nervous. Like, I was super nervous when I dropped the first song. I, I dropped, like, a little fun, like, dance hall vibe. It was a song about, like, White Claw. It was, like, a good, like, little, it was in the summer. Like, it was, like, I'm going to drop a song. And 
that <laughs> like that was like the whole thing and it wasn't the first thing i was gonna drop i had this other song that's like legit like you know i've shown people that like people love it's like really about like you know what was going on like shoot like it's like a really good like mm-hmm. heart to song and it, I, it just went that way because it was summer and you know i wanted to bring light to what was going on and and that was like the ultimate like deal breaker for me it was like, okay i'm gonna put this song out like how people respond to this, you know what I mean? It would make the entryway for me to actually start putting music out because I would have broke that ice of like people totally. like, oh, just trying to make music. Right. And I put it out and like people like, people fucked with it. Like people were stoked on it. Like people liked, like it was good vibes about it. Like fun, like homies were playing on their stories and like Damn. being fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was stoked and I was like, okay, finally I broke that ice. Like right. yeah. now yeah. I can do what I love to do. Like outside of skating, like now, like, like today, yesterday, after I skate, go get a clip or whatever, I go straight to the studio. And I'm Damn. there from 5 or 6 to like 2 in the morning, and then I go home. Like, wow. And that's every day I can record with the homie. Like, after I leave here, I'm about to pull up on my homie Pat. Like, and just be there the rest of the day, night, plan the, like, you know what I mean? Like, I really, like, be mm-hmm. into the music stuff. And so, it's awesome. Man. I'm like, I'm stoked. And, you know what I mean? Kind of going that whole thing and just, like, putting it out there is like, that, like, stuff is so important. And, like, me, one thing, everybody always asks me, like, yo, like, what does it mean to you if you win the Olympics or I was like bro I was like honestly like right. <laughs> to me like it's bigger than that like I would just be stoked to just get that boost of a platform and just talk about stuff that I feel like should be talked about or do things I feel like I should do to empower people who support me or like youth like I don't the medal's cool the money's cool but like yeah. it starts with the like it starts there like mm-hmm. you know like the events I talked about earlier when I was in at the Harvard Park with the kids is like yeah. it was so cool to just see some of those kids like stoked about skating they might not even knew that much about skating but like they were just showing up at the skate park because it was an event it was yeah. fun they got gear yeah and that was that for some of those kids could have been the deciding factor from them going out that day and doing whatever that wouldn't have been the best you know action for them to take so it's like i'm yeah. so into like giving back and stuff like that to where like do honestly if i would have won or whatever money i would i would invest that I would have put all that into like my nonprofit, which is like the thing I have going right now. My older brother, which is like a community, like driven, like, you know, thing to like give back to communities and empower mm-hmm. the youth and stuff like that. Cause that's I awesome. feel like that's important. Like I kind of had to get, not get a passion on my own, but like I kind of had to learn a lot on my own, a sense of like having that male space filled and just like learning how to like really focus and do something that I want to do and take it to a level that, I didn't even know it was possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was just my mom. Yo, I was just gonna yeah, say, yeah, my mom. mom. Yeah, yeah. Credit, yeah, you know? exactly. My mom did a great job playing both like both roles, Absolutely. like being on me solid and but right. like she I don't know how she did it, but she just had that like <laughs> great balance of like yeah. mm-hmm. letting me be free, but not right. but like, you know what I mean? To where like I can learn, but like I never like ended up in any mess. And so like, it. yeah, she like any any like I always give her the utmost because she did it as a single parent. Right. And so Hell it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like I have like, you know, other family who like didn't do it on the right path, you know? And mm-hmm. like, so it's just like crazy just having that and her helping me be able to have that switch of like learning and applying it mm-hmm. and like, you know, taking off it was like super impactful to my life. But I think yeah, that it's balance, never, that it's bigger than me. Is, is important that Hell you yeah. said, you know, that yeah. she gave you that balance of freedom, you Facts. know, because and trust. it feels that, mm-hmm. you know, like, you were looking to her, mm-hmm. you know, and you see like all the, the good things, you know, she wasn't the hypocritical person, you know, she was living her life, Facts. you know, doing her things. And it's like, that has an impression exactly. that's just like, you're seeing it and it's embedded in your kid's mm-hmm. head and you got to give that kid, you know, that, you know, that trust, Facts. you know, and let 100%. them do it, you know, because mm-hmm. they're going to remember it. You know, there's things that my parents did just from example, mm-hmm. that's just kind of stuck with me. 
And I didn't imagine that it would. And it's like, Facts. you know what? I'm not going to do that. You know, that's not me. That's not me. Exactly. That's real. That's who I am. Yeah. You know, it happens like that, yeah. dude. She, like, <laughs> man, like, just, I always, like, I've said, like, that's like, like, that's like my hero is my mom. Right. That's awesome. Because, like, man, she went through so much as a single parent, but never made me feel like I was going through it. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and that's why I feel like Let I never, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I never feel like I was, like, that's I took amazing. on all these responsibilities like she like she did what she had to do and she like really busted you know her her ass to like make sure like that i was comfortable and i could do what i wanted to do you know what i mean and so like yeah it that transpires all the way over into even today where it's like yeah. bro like it like it's always to people i'm like bro it's way bigger than me right yeah. <laughs> like he's way bigger than me and you like mm-hmm. it's not that's like you got to think beside that point and that's one you know me i have a big heart and you know like you know people who know me friends from like they already know like what time it is with me so it's like i my main thing is like, dude, I don't, money doesn't, like all that stuff doesn't fuel me. Like mm-hmm. having a, having a trophy, it, if everybody around me is happy, that's when I'm stoked. Yeah. Like that's the minute it, something's, yeah. so the minute something's going on around me, family, friends, like that's when it just, it messes with me. Yeah. Like, right. you know I mean? Like, I could, I could go to Olympics and win gold and somebody around me, whether I'm like, is not doing Like I'm not, I'm like, I'm going to be stoked, Yeah. but right. I've never been a me, me person. So I don't know how to like, I don't know how to deal with yeah. like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like trying to like make it about me. Like if I yeah. won, like I'm talking like about me. Like you, the first question you ask me after I win or if, if I did win or whatever, it's going to be like, yo, like I'm stoked to do something for this person. Right. Or for, like that's how I answer yeah. questions. But you know, everybody around me tells me, you need to do more for yourself. You always do too much for other people. Like you need, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't know how to do that. It feel weird. It feel weird for me filling up my tank. And for, for, I want to fill somebody else's take, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't I know. Love that, man. So it's crazy. Like, it's, <laughs> right. bro, that's like the main thing my family, everybody gives me stuff about it. It's it like, raised you with so much love and compassion, yeah. your mom, dude. Facts. Yeah. But now your dad's in your life. Is he more in your life now? Yeah, yeah. Since reunited? Yeah, facts. Yeah, yeah. It's always yeah. love. I, I make sure I, like, take the initiative to make sure that relationship is good. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, fast forward earlier, it's like, most people don't get the opportunity. Yeah. And, like, you know, I got people around me, too. Like, some of my friends' dads, they always tell me, yo, like, make sure you're talking to your pops. Like, yeah, make sure yeah, you have that relationship with your pops is important. You know what I mean? And even now, like, you know, we talk. Whether he's dealing with, like, health or whatever, you know what I mean? And, like, I'm seeing him, like, dang. Like, I always think about it. If we bring some, like, health stuff up to him, like, bro, like, thank God, like, I got to, meet, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's only getting older, but thank God I, like, have this relationship with him and I met him. Because, like, it's, it's important, you know what I mean? Like, everybody, like, I told that story, is like, bro, like, that's, like, good. And I mm-hmm. and I see the yeah. importance in that, and I, you know, and, I, and I'm and i thankful for it because, yeah, it's just, it's just cool seeing, like, you know, everything. Like, you know, the dude who made me, like, whether or not <laughs> you, he did a lot for me with them a lot. Like, it's just, like, I see where I get everything from. Right, All your right. mannerisms, everything. Yeah, yeah, like, everything, how I talk, like, what I do, how I walk, like, why... <laughs> what beers i drink like it, it's just like it's just crazy like it's crazy i met my brother like with like and we were drinking beers together he's like yo you want a beer I was like yeah give me dos Equis. he was like yep that's what i drink girl my dad that's all he liked to drink it's like bro what that's the crazy, it's crazy it's crazy seeing all that but like wow. yeah it's it's insane so much of like dude so it's like all that stuff is it's been a blessing to see and just even questions i have now right like I, I can now right. ask my mom like yo and this back in the day like my dad and like she's answering them now or he's an- like you know it's it's cool to get that are like, they more like yeah that's a nice good. that respect um, with each other yeah 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 it was you never kind of like, brought them together in a way yeah or? my mom's so cool mm. and my dad is cool it, it was never a thing where my mom was like oh if i see him it was like oh, oh okay. like even my last birthday i just had like i had a little party in arizona for it and um in there. february 
all there. Right, cool. Nice. My my dad was ever the stepmom. My mom is so chill. Like oh, she's wow. never been the type of person where you gotta worry about like okay, we, like be right. careful. She gonna. She if she see him, it's like she's right. like, oh no, she don't care. She's not there for him. Mm-hmm. She's there for me. Right. She yeah. don't care what he doing. Like they say hi to each other. Like it's you know she met my stepmom. Like it's all love. And so yeah. I'm thankful for all of them too yeah. for making that easy for me. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that plays a part in it too. So it's like absolutely, it's so mellow. Like it's so it's way like more normal now. Like you yeah. know what I mean? I don't have a problem saying like when I say I'm gonna do something or have an event, it's expected my dad gonna pull up, and mm-hmm. my mom's totally fine with that. It's yeah. like it's all good, you know. what I mean, like mm-hmm. they think he's funny as hell, like right. you know. what I mean, so it's like it's all it's all good, like it's, it's a great space in general. And I dealt with all that qualifying season. I was gonna ask you that. <laughs> it should all happen at the same time, dude. Wow. So you just family. imagine, like, like when I say, Whoa, like now yeah. coming back around to like <laughs> right. fresh start qualifying, like okay. I'm in a Got way it. gonna be in a way yeah. better headspace. Everything is normal for me. I dealt with so much life. Is that during stuff. the do thing too? That was during LA Street League. Oh shit, damn! Yeah. I forgot which stop. But like that was like coming around where contest was like that. Like they were starting to like really pound in everybody's head that like Olympics is gonna be the Olympics. All these contests are starting to start now. Contest season, like, and so from that point forward, it was like my head was just bussing. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, bro, like I was like dealing with all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I got in a relationship, wow, like, so it was wild. like, you know what I mean, like, I, I mean, I've been in a relationship for a while, but, like, we were actually at that point in a relationship where, like, we were, like, like, really getting to a point where, like, okay, we're with, like, we love each other, like, right. this is, like, actual relationship I'm in, yeah. like, she, yeah. like, like, this is, like, I'm, like, we're together, like, right. you know, this was years past, you know, we've been in a relationship for years at that point, but it was just still, like, okay, like, whether it was ups and downs, like, I was learning how to deal with those things and fights, like, it was just all... Just so much for me. Yeah. Like, it was just crazy. A lot of growing, too. Uh, growing up all So much shit. growing up. Yeah, so it's like, man, just even looking back, I'm like, dude, like, man, I, I literally, I think the day, all of that, dude, when I was, man, in the beginning, when I was telling my mom, I, like, was starting to link with my pops, it was all the resentment, you know, in the beginning, it was like, oh, you're going to link with, bro, it was so much, I remember just being in the car one day, like, I would have to call my grandma, because my grandma was like the rock. The rock of the family, like that's like my that's my other queen. Like yeah. I talked to her about everything, and like I remember just calling her and just being in the car, just getting like migraines. I was just talking to her about like how I'd, like just want everything to work and just like tripping in the car outside my girl's crib, just like grandma, like my mom's tripping on my like just before you met your dad, right? All leading like, up to when it? I met him. Okay, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, like just so what, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. So, like you know, like the times I tell like, oh, like you don't like telling her about my dad, like talking about my dad around her was oh, like, yeah, she was like so like it was so <laughs> hectic, right. like it was like bro, like. I was like, man, dude, like this is gnarly. But then it like, but now circling back around is so good. Like I'm stoked and like it's all good. I feel like love from both sides. Now that's when I go to Arizona, it's like, because that's where all my family is. Right. And I mean, I have not all of them. I have a lot of family in other places, but like a lot of my immediate immediate family is in Arizona. So now it's just crazy. Like going back to Arizona, and I'm not just chilling with my grandma on my mom's side. My mom, like I have a dad in that whole side. Like Damn. I'm like chilling with my pops now when I go to Arizona. I'm chilling with my older brother. Like it's, it's just different. <laughs> it's a lot. It's just, yeah. everything's different, but it's so sick. Like I just like, everything's so beast and it feels so good going back to Arizona oh, and feeling that. Like yeah. homies that I've known since I was a kid. Yeah. Finding out who my, like finding out that my dad is who my dad is. They're like, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Torn been around the family for a year. I'm like, yeah, bro, I just found out. Like they're like, that's crazy. I've been knowing your dad. I'm like, bro. Yeah, I know. I just, I, I know it's new to me too. Like tripping, it's, it's been crazy, bro. It's crazy. What I, I can't from, make this I, up. Yeah, what I get from all this is like the family's the most important thing, and it's like regardless of all like the shits going on in your life. Yeah, that was the most important shit that happened the always. past couple of years. Yeah, you know always. I mean? like, family, family is always the most important to me. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, like 
all the success and everything that come with it is beast, but my family good. I'm yeah. good. I can't enjoy it if my family, you know what I mean, ain't right. good. So, yeah. yeah it like seems it. like you're in a great place too, man, now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm stoked, man. I just feel good. Wait, like, man, even even since Rome, like, <laughs> I feel so good being back. At, like, if I would have had to come back in the same, like, mind. Yeah. Training to go to, like, bro, I uh. kid you not, like, I think I, I would have still been so, like, and I've never been the person to get depressed. No real, like, pockets of depression. But everybody has a little bit. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, the totally. minute you start thinking or saying, like, that's a form of depression. And so, like, I wasn't super depressed, but I was just, like, I just felt like I didn't have a life. Like, I mm. feel like I wasn't living. I feel like I wasn't being able to, like, really skate. Like, you know, go be, like, the, a skate, like, really be in the culture. Like, you know, take a random trip to go visit a home in New York and stay out there for a couple of weeks. Street right. skate, chill. Like, I feel like it was very structured. And like I said, it was yeah. new to me. Mm-hmm. It's new to a lot of people in, in the in the Olympic aspect or competition aspect of skateboarding because some of the main contests, like Street League when it first came around, that was just a contest with the top of the top pro skaters yeah. for money. Mm-hmm. It was fun. They partied. Like, you know what I mean? And it was all just good vibes. There was yeah. never no real structure. Like, you need to train, eat, sleep, and like like a, like an Olympian like track star right right like you need to really you know what I mean way. this is what that is now and so and you put a lot of pressure on yourself as well yeah yeah you know what I mean because I yeah I want you know what I mean it was a, you know, the pressure of like does you it know, feel like a job too at some of those points like this is my um, fucking I would say it never really felt like a job job the pressure really came from everybody around me knowing yeah. what I was capable of yeah. mm-hmm. me not wanting to let people down mm-hmm. me wanting to skate as good as I could or as good as I know I could. Mm-hmm. And not having to deal with the after stuff. Like, man, you were right there. You could have did it, bro. I know. Like, if anybody should be there, you should be. Like, all that stuff is what, like, mm. is the stuff that, like, I I put the pressure on me with things. Because I know everybody knows my potential. And I know what I'm capable of. And it's just, like, sometimes it don't go that way. Right. And that's what is the real, like, things that affect me is like that. You know what I mean? It's never been anything else. It's like, that's where all my pressure comes from. And that nerves that's what just takes over my whole body and that affects how I compete all the mm-hmm. time. It's never trick wise, skill wise. It's always my mental aspect of right. it. I get nervous and the homies will know it. My friend, Andrew, he'll call it. Like I'll go to him on the sideline and he'll be like, yo, bro, I see like, bro, you should relax. Like I see how you're <laughs> right. skating. Like you, you're tight. Like he'll, everybody will call it off the bat. Cause people know, like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They know, Definitely. especially people close to you. Yeah. You know that shit. I think it's we just, all know that. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. 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 <laughs> Facts, bro. It's a lot, man. And that's the thing, man. I'm like, I doing this campaign right now with, uh, Allianz is uh, the travel insurance. They have the whole campaign mm-hmm. around mental health. And it originally came about, um, the partnership came up, uh, like in, you know, in regards to me going to the Olympics. And that was a funny thing when I got back, my agent was like, yo, she was like, uh, you know, I was talking to them, you know what I mean? I hit them up. They haven't hit me back. You know what I mean? I hope that, like, you know, the goal doesn't change anything. In my head, I was like, yeah, I was like, they probably don't want to do it no more because I ain't going no more. But right. whatever, I understand. And they, like, hit her back. You know, we locked in everything. And, uh, you know, uh, Jacob Rosenberg, he actually, like, he's like an OG filmer, like, yeah. legendary. Uh, he is the dude kind of directing, like, the whole thing. You know, they pulled up to me. I got on the you know, phone with him. We talked and everything. And I was like, yo, you know, like, I told him, I was like, honestly, I was like, I. You know what I mean? I don't want it to sound like I'm like, oh, so anti-Olympics. I don't care about it. I'm happy it didn't happen. But because I would have loved to go. I was in a position right. to go. It was my goal. I put in the work that I thought I needed to put in. And, like, I really tried. Like, that's what I was trying to do at that time. But I told him, I was like, yeah. I was like, honestly, because it's all around, like, mental, you know, the whole right. campaign is around mental health. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I 
love the story because because he was like no we're gonna make it work like we're stoked we were just really warping the story a little bit you know to be around like post olympics and i was like yeah i was like honestly i love the newer story because i feel like it's going to hit way harder with dealing with not making it opposed right. to me making it because yeah. there's a lot of people outside of the athletes who you guys see making it who tried the same thing but didn't make it yeah who mm-hmm. mental health is the like a main priority for them because they're trying to deal they figure out how to deal with their getting back to normal life who put these four years into like trying yeah. to go for track or like who don't have skateboarding's like the most spoiled sport ever because <laughs> you can go you it's the most like what's that word uh forgive like forgiving sport ever yeah mm-hmm. you can have a contract all the way to until you 50 something if you do the right things you can work for the like all that track and that basketball, like that stuff is cutthroat. Oh yeah. Like when you out, you out. You are very <laughs> like, much out. The yeah. new guys in, like you, like they, they don't yeah. care. And the foul they call yeah. it not for long. Exactly. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly, bro. Like that's a real thing. So it's like, you know what I mean? With this, I told him I was like, yo, like this, I'm stoked. You know what I mean? That the turn will take on this mental health thing and like you know what my part in the campaign is directed to because. Like that is important. That's just as important as making it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's how you deal with not making it exactly. and getting ready for the next time around. Are right. you, you know what I mean? And so it's been cool. Like I've been really tapped in and like really putting a lot of energy into that a lot now with mental health. Cause even leading up to it, knowing that we only had two events dealing with everything that happened, that was a major thing I like stressed on. Cause you know, like you want to do good and like, yeah. I just wanted to make sure right. I was prepared for if it went good or didn't. And you know what I mean? It helped a lot. And after that, we like, damn, I shouldn't have did that certain trick or I should have did that trick. We start we harsh on yourself um, like that too. I did. After <laughs> after I found myself at times thinking about what it could have, should have. But then mm. I, I get myself, anytime, even till this day, anytime I start thinking about it, yeah. if I see like some, some Team USA uh, pub or whatever, I get out of thinking about it. Yeah. I'm like, no, don't think about it. If that yeah. would have went this way. I, I just don't think about it. I'm like, get out of that. Think about moving forward. Think about mm-hmm. moving forward. And it's been, it's been helping. Yeah. Like I swear I'll spend two seconds tops thinking about it if I see something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like thinking about, oh, like, you know, it would have been cool to like be going God, there. Then like, and then I'll get myself out of it. Like, nope. Right. Like that, <laughs> it's a bigger blessing. You know I mean, and it helps. Like I've been good. Like I've been stoked. Like I haven't been dwelling on it. Like right. I'm still stoked for everybody going and like it, like that, the mental thing is the biggest part. You know what I mean? Cause like, I'm, sure like I said, is. like yeah. I'm, I'm not stopping. Cause that like, it, that's just one aspect of it. Like I'm, I'm way like, I'm. I feel like I'm way more capable of more, and I stand for way more than letting like, you know, something like that mm-hmm. decide or like tell people like what the type of person I am or skateboard I am. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. there's so much more you can do. Like, and there's I'm so much. I'm stoked to hear your music too, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. huh? I'm stoked to hear your music. Oh yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm stoked on that too. Ben Harper, like, that's amazing. Yeah, that song, man. I, I listened to it the other day, and I'm like, man, I can't wait. I'm. I got. I'm just waiting for the perfect time to drop that one because that one. That one, like, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those ones. Like, it's one of those ones where it's like, like that. Like, it's, like damn. Yeah, him, yeah. It's legit on, like, some, like, Otis Redden type. Like, it's wow. like, wow. It's, it's like, it's not like, it's like, it's intense. Like, it's like a real, like, I feel like a real song. And to be able to work with him on it, like. Is he like, asking you when it's coming to? No. Uh, we, like, <laughs> like uh, when we talked about it, like, and we're like, I told him, I was like, oh, like, you know, the song didn't, like, end up working how you want. Because, you know, when you get down to editing parts and it's so, like, yeah, to a needle, if it don't work. It don't work mm-hmm. on to the next. And so I was bummed it didn't work, but we had a whole thing around it. But like, you know, we talked about it before. He was like, no, like, I think you should still come out with that song. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to for sure come out with it. Yeah. Like, I'm just got to figure out the right way to do it because I want that. Because when that comes out, like, Dude. a lot of people still don't know. Some people probably that's going to hear this this interview going to be like, what the hell? He has a song with Ben Harper. Know, but a lot of people don't know. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Like, but I just been sitting on that song, bro. And that, but that's what I'm saying is like, 
when you like, I feel like a lot of time like if somebody don't know me, if I tell them like, yeah, I make music, like they think, oh, he's just trying to be like the next, the next little baby or the next young, <laughs> like like nobody knows that like when I say like, I really am into me, like I really love music and like I'm not just like, it, the only like I want people to understand that and like when it, stuff comes out or content I put out about it, like I want them to like know that like I'm not just like right. doing it because of hype. Like I legit love music. Anybody around me who know me. They know I love music. Like that's I start gonna, my that's day. That's gonna show when they hear yeah, it too, though. You exactly. Know what I mean? Yeah. Like from the lyrics, like I, I'm really like, I write. Like I write like all. Like, I write all my songs. Like you know what I mean. All my like when I write, like I really talk. Like everything in my song, you could ask me about anything in any song I make, any lyrics. I'm gonna be able to explain them to, you and I'm gonna be able to tell you Great. what that's they amazing, mean. Like dude, there's nothing yeah. in my song where I just do some stuff in there like that don't apply to me or my life. Shit, yeah. Right? No. Yeah, yeah. Like I really, you know what I mean. I'm doing what I'm talking about. It is me, like, and that's my main thing about making music. You know, you know what's the craziest part is? Every time I write a song, I don't even notice, but I don't cuss at all. Wow. Like, I know you should be cussing the, this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, a, couple, a couple times I did. Yeah, but you don't swear that much. Yeah, but not a lot. Yeah, but not a lot. I swear a lot. I realize yeah. that. You doesn't swear that much, yeah, though. You're yeah, you're Massachusetts mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but randomly, like, randomly I cuss, and I have some songs where I'll probably say, like, you know what I mean? Like, the M-bomb one time. Or, like, I'll say <laughs> shit. But, like, I don't, like, I'm not I'm not going to, like, pretend like I'm perfect and I'm, right. like, you know what I mean? I'm, but, like, a lot of times, like, you know, I'll have a song done. And I'll be like, yo, Pat, which is, like, the homie, like, the producer I work with. I'm like, yo, like, like he'll say something like, yo, we got to make sure we cut that out. I'm like, yo, like, did he even cuss in that song? Yeah. And we'll be like, what the heck? I'll be like, yeah, I, I didn't really, and I don't even do it intentionally sometimes. I'll just be, like, riding. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll be really, like. When I'm writing, like, I, like if it was a word I'm trying to use, I'll make sure I Google it so I know the meaning. Like, I really be like, I really be writing, like, I be tapping in, like, yeah, my bad, yeah, sorry, yeah. like, tapping in on a level where I'm like, trying to, I'm like, I want to do it the right way, you know, and I want it to yeah. show when I put it out. You know, you know Eric Bean Rakim? Yeah, yeah. So Rakim never swore on his albums because he knew his mom was going to listen to it. <laughs> That's a so beast. He, so he said, like, the, he said, like, the, the N bomb once on Know the Ledge on mm-hmm. the Juice soundtrack. Right. Maybe twice he said the bad word, two words like that mm-hmm. ever, man. Yeah, just because yeah. his mom was gonna listen, I can mm-hmm. I can see that your mom would definitely check your shit out too. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, for sure. She every time I make some, we got a group message with uh, her and my sister. It's called <laughs> we call it La Familia, and I just send <laughs> it, and we we put everything in there like pictures of my nephew. My you know he's he knows the family. He's about like two years old now or a little old too. Awesome, it's my king. He. Like we, um, I put, I make a song, I send it to them because they all like, even my aunts now, they'd be like, Sean, we making the music. Oh, and then my amazing. grandma, my grandma, she, she don't care about someone, somebody bring it up. She's like, Sean, make sure you send me your music too. But I put, every, every time, every time I make a song, I put it in the group message and like, listen to them and like, they love it. Oh, like, wow, yeah, they, they rock Damn. with it, but. Yeah, it's it's good, man. I I'm stoked. I'm stoked to hear it. Yeah. I, I I'm sure from the vibe from the conversation, usually one of my last questions is, um, you consider yourself an optimist or pessimist, but. You're super positive. Like your whole energy, your soul <laughs> yeah. energy is so. Have you always been like that? Like a positive? Yeah, I never. Man, I've always been the class clown. Yeah, you said I've that always, before. Yeah, yeah, I've always like I'd never been like, in, like I'd never been on like negative time. Yeah, ever. Like the only time I ever got negative is if is is if I'm emotional about something. Yeah, or if I'm hurt. Mm. If I'm hurt, if somebody yeah. hurts me, like. That's when I get really like, you know, I mean, emo- emotional, yeah, like really like that. But like, and that's like, you know, pretty much normal. Like, I'm very like passionate, you know. What I mean, if I love you, I love you. If I say I got you, I got you. Like, yeah, you get good energy. The, man. the minute I'm like, the minute that's like betrayed, like that's when I like, you know, what I mean, because I don't like it. Like, there's so much energy goes into yeah. being negative yeah, and man. mad, and it's so like draining to, for the Agreed. result for yeah. the result to be nothing. 
Exactly. To get nothing good from it, like I'm yeah. off that. Exactly. Even in skateboarding, I try hard like not to get mad. Sometimes I might explode, but like, man, I try my hardest like not to get mad about anything because it's like it's so unworth it. I I rather put that energy somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably appreciate that no, so much. No Any yeah. more questions for this young man? No, I, I just think it's it's incredible. You know, you're able to take you know step into those uncomfortable positions is where you're really yeah. learning so much. Yeah. You know, that's how you really learn and evolve. It's mm-hmm. like putting yourself outside of your comfortable zone. Facts. You know, like you're saying, you know, like yeah. mentally, like being there, you're like, oh man, like all that pressure, you I know. I can't it's, imagine, man. It's, it's, you know, I think, you know, with even going on stage, you know, when we start singing the first time, you know, mm-hmm. I had my back turned to the audience yeah. the entire <laughs> show. And then my boys were like, yo, that was dope. Just turn around next yeah. time. It's gonna be even better. You know, Next. getting that face the that crowd. energy, face the crowd, you know, getting that positive energy, but then, you know, like doing it after time and time and being on stage and people are like, ah, oh, if you step out in front of a hundred thousand people rocking Rio, what are you thinking? Exactly. Like, yeah, it's like I've been doing stepping out in front of people, you know, Facts. for time and I just just becomes natural to you. The exactly. more you do it, the better, you know, it's like you're more equipped, you know, to handle that situation. Facts. I think with you I'm excited to see what's, you know, what's your future because yeah, it seems like you really have taken a lot of those uh, things that have happened in your life and been like, okay, moving on to the next level. Now mm-hmm. I know, like, you have that information. So it's really Facts. cool to hear that, you know. Appreciate yeah, it. Super yeah. positive and inspiring, yeah. man. Your Definitely whole, inspiring. Your whole journey, you know yeah. what I mean? Appreciate it. Appreciate <laughs> it. And you have such similar backgrounds to Chappelle Lacey from... Chappelle? From Arizona as well, who's here too. Like, yeah. skateboarder, punk rocker, just got Dude. reunited with his dad later on in life. Uh, his dad's the same age as me. So he says, Dad. <laughs> um, but yeah. Want to say a couple of things, Chappelle? Oh, I got it. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I just think it's amazing. You knew who he was. Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Arizona. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? For sure. And uh, you, you grew up in... Chandler? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Chandler, yeah. Yeah, you, you went to Basha? Uh, I went to Hamilton. You went to Hamilton. Yeah, oh, okay, Hamilton, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I grew up in... Different Hamilton. Different now. Hamilton, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I grew, I, so I grew up in Mesa. Okay. Uh, or whatever, but like, I always tell people there's this unique thing about Arizona, because like, it, it, in all reality, it's kind of boring, mm-hmm. but like, you got to create your own fun, you got to figure it out, you know what I mean? So like, when people come out of Arizona and they do big, big things such as you are, like it's... I don't know. I just think it's just like so massive. It makes me want to represent, Facts. you know, Arizona. What, oh, he said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. 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 It's I, like to me, it's exciting. You know what I mean? Facts. And you know, I've heard about you like for years. You know, and and it's just wild because like, you know, especially when you started doing the street league stuff. I mean, at the time, I'm 34. Okay. So at the time I was skating, it, like there was no street league or anything like that. I mean. The only thing people knew was like X Games, but like no one thought, oh, we could just get to the X Games. We, people just people we just skated just to just to skate because you know that was it. But like you know to even to hear a little bit where you're at today and just how uh, you know positive you stayed through through a lot of your stuff. You know it's I don't know it's it's awesome to see. It's like crazy sitting here with you, man, and, and it's like. It. I don't know, just such a dope representation of Arizona itself, you know. Because they don't it. think anything really comes out of Arizona. Facts. <laughs> facts. All, all I know is you guys. That's what I'm saying. Like, the like, most, people don't, most people don't know, like, you know, I don't know if they told you, like, I do stand-up comedy and yeah. stuff. Okay, so, like, yeah, I, yeah, he was telling me. Yeah, so I around and, and, and all that. But, you know, yeah, it is kind of weird going back home, you know, and exactly. people are just, like, looking at you in a way that you're like, well, I, I mean, I, I don't know, I just do the thing to do yeah. the thing, and it seems like you're – that same way, like you Facts. do it 
because you you want Love to it. do the damn thing. Yeah. You know, exactly. it wasn't like a I need to get out of Arizona type exactly. thing. It was just like I'm here to do this thing because I like to do this thing. Facts. And it's taken me further than you know can imagine. Than than you could imagine, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, Arizona's just. This is hot and boring. <laughs> yeah, facts, facts. We, we, we got Jimmy Eat World from there, music-wise. Yeah, Jimmy Eat World, music-wise. Yeah, Jimmy Eat World. Um, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, Jim Blossoms, Jim David Spade. Okay. You know, us two. Facts. Any skaters from there? Any other pro skaters uh, from there? Who's that kid I, from Mesa? Uh, Jagger. Yeah. Jagger. Yeah, yeah, Jagger, yeah. yeah. So okay. Jagger's from Mesa. Jagger's. Yeah, he's going to, uh, for them for street skateboarding. Okay. Um, he's a beast. Yeah, yeah. He's he's good. Consistent. Yeah, like, really yeah, good. yeah. He goes crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching that kid, man. It's, it's insane, dude. I'm like, whoa. He's, yeah. he's young, super young. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He's younger. Yeah. I want to say he's, I don't know if he's 21 yet. He might be 20. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His dad, like his family's good people. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they come from that like that. Like, do they skate? Do they always skate at that? There was that uh, one spot in Mesa. Uh, KTR. KTR. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's their park. Oh wow! Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Uh huh. Yeah, that they own that park. Wow. Yeah, that was the first one, and then they franchised them, and like they have one in Chandler. They have one in Salt Lake now. Yeah. They opened up one in Scottsdale. Yeah, they went crazy. Right. So you you know Marcus um, Sukert. I think uh, uh, Marcus Newstetter. Newstetter. Yeah, 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 I know yeah, Marcus. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I know that guy too. Yeah. Okay, vet. So yeah, yeah, we know some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was he was talking about the kickflip being like a really hard trick. Yeah. And I've he's got some pretty ill kickflips. He, he yeah. For like oh, how big that my kick man flip, is. Kickflips and frontside flips are probably my, like my yeah. only thing. The, yeah. I love frontside flips. Yeah, I love both of them. Yeah. Those are good tricks. You, you know what's kind of it, 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 like just for me mainly like what's crazy is like I've seen you skate Hollywood High School. And one of the dope things I remember growing up and like watching all those videos back in the day of people just skating to Hollywood High School. Yeah. Uh, and then to see you skate it and also be from Arizona yeah. was like a fucking cool thing. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Came from out of town and crushed <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, dude. It was like, and you, and you, for, and you do big shit, big shit off that, you know, those 16 stair, right? Yeah, 16, yeah. yeah. You know, because I used to, you know, I'm a big baker geek. Oh, yeah. And all those yeah. Two, you know, and there's even times where I'll be driving by and I'll see the baker dudes yeah. up there skating that, uh, that spot. Reno's been then, crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then going in. You're with Toy Machine, right? Yeah, just got yeah, Toy and Machine. And so yeah. here's another thing. Uh, <laughs> when I was, I remember being in like sixth grade and I used to watch Toy Machines jump off a building oh, all yeah. the time. That yep. was like my fucking VHS <laughs> that I would just rip through Hell and then go yeah. skate. And like Ed Templeton's my favorite skater. Yep. So like that's like, you know, just, man, it's just a lot of like the links. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, crazy bro. having it's him do all my crazy man. Like bro. it's in, insane, but it's dope. It's dope to watch, man. It's Appreciate really dope it. to watch, and it's it means so a lot. cool to like sit here and meet you. Pleasure meeting you too, yeah, big dog. Hell yeah, from AZ yeah. to LA, you guys both here now, I know. man. Oh, hell you, yeah. You live, so you live? Yeah, in yeah, LA. I live in like North Hollywood. Yep. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. hell, hell yeah, yeah. Yep. Damn, that's fucking. It's perfect. We gotta go hang at the barracks soon or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, I'm a little intimidated at the barracks, but me too. We gotta, we gotta have Steve like let us in when it's just us some so we can all just vibe and yeah, 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 yeah. we don't that's give a damn yeah, who watching yeah yeah for sure we we'll see that, that young kid you know uh, there's a young kid that skates there uh, blonde dude yeah. Garrett I don't know his name man oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, remember. I think, does he have his little son with him that's a kid no no no, no. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a younger guy I, I okay. think I know you're talking about um, I, I forgot his name guy. his name's Garrett yeah it's Garrett I don't know if it's Garrett Griner uh, it might be Garrett Griner it might be it yeah. might be that I, 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 I said Griner exactly I'd be sick I know Grindr. but he'll, he'll just be in there just fucking going and yeah. I'm like man I'm gonna sit down dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say one more thing too is that Steve Caballero 
pro skater and he had an amazing band called The Faction. He did music and skateboarding. Much yeah. respect. Yes. He could do all, he could do all kinds you of things. All it's not can, just bro. one genre. And Tommy Guerrero. Tommy Gu- yeah, got, Tommy Guerrero. Yep. Yo, yep. I just found yep. out he did music and then I got every album that he did. Damn. Like I got it from Spider. I'm a mad fan. It just He's amazing. He produced everything. Ray Barbie. Ray Barbie too. Ray Barbie. Also, yeah. Chuck Trace. I don't know if Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Trace was pro. Chuck Trace was is amazing. Yeah. He was an underdog in McRad, <laughs> ill drummer. This guy knows his shit. Wait, yeah. how old are you? Uh, 24. 24, yeah, he's yeah. so young, man. Damn, that's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Fuck, do, you know, do you know John Landers? Uh, I don't know. I, that same name sounds super older, familiar. Older dude, black guy, skates a lot. That name sounds super familiar. Fuck. Is it from like LA area? He's, or really, he's from Arizona. Oh, from Arizona. He's just at Chandler a lot because that was that was your wait, part. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I think I've, I think I met him for sure. Yeah, before. he's an older guy. He's, okay, bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm dude, that, bro. Like, yeah, I know. If I showed you his face, yeah, you probably sure, know exactly. For who sure, I'd be yeah. like, okay, because I've definitely probably seen him there when I was younger, and he probably definitely seen me. Yeah, yeah. I was there every day from five p.m. to ten thirty when the yeah. lights went off. Well, I, I remember. I remember like he, like you know when I was still living back home, you know. I think this was before, probably before you like moved down here and stuff. He was like the talk of the town in the skate world. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, appreciate it. You know, like it's just, it's just, it's, it's fucking the name, dope. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate yeah. it. Do, do you have a, you have a, you have a favorite skater? Like a top, like most inspirational skater? Man, to you? like my most inspirational skater. So I would say, off like the rip, the rip. My first video I owned was Mindfield. Okay, mm-hmm. I got that for my birthday. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Russell Powell. He was like. He's older and like from Arizona. He was like in the skate scene there. He was like yeah. kind of like my, one of my mentors growing up. He gave me that video for my birthday. And my favorite part in the video was Heath Kurtzart's part. Uh, I never even, even heard so, of him. Yeah. Wow. And so Heath Kurtzart. You never heard of Heath? Yeah. No. Oh, he's like OG. Yeah. Like old, Birdhouse? Yeah. Okay. OG. Yeah. Like, he's OG. Like, like our age? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, OG. Yeah. Like, legend. Amer- <laughs> America. Like, yeah. and oh, wow. it mm-hmm. just always, like, I mean, and I was drawn in. First rip before I was like understanding or skating off the song, the be- the beginning of the song he has this song that comes in it's like so epic and he's just blasting this like front three off this quarter pop- uh, quarter pop into this bank at this park yeah and the song just like sucks you in it's so epic like I just remember like looking I love that song to this day like I'll play this song I can't remember the exact name of the song but like Ooh, we're gonna find just out the whole part yeah. put together is so good and like that was like I love to watch that part every time. I was like, wanted to watch again. Okay. I put the video and watch that part. I would just be sitting in front of the TV, like watching that video. Damn. And then other people's part in that video too, like A, all those dudes, like everybody killed that video, but that part really just stuck with me. And then later on, like my scare I looked up to was like, I was a big fan of all the Krell Tap dudes. Just because okay. they always, like they had the sauce. They could do anything on a skateboard. Like they just trick wise, like Costin, Guy, yeah. Mark, like yeah. all those dudes. Like I loved all those dudes, just style, you know what I mean? Yeah. Along with Heath, like all those, I'm a big style person. You put the style and the tricks together, like it's just big to me, and so like that just you know drew me like closer, and so like that was kind of like my like skaters growing up, where I just I was like really into, you know what I mean? And I was cool. blessed to ride for you know Mark's company for a little bit, Mark Johnson, and learned a lot, learned a lot of game from him. You know, who's still keeping content this day, but like just like those like my dudes, like I'm looking those guys up. I didn't even heard of that guys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Damn. oh geez, oh geez, shit. Oh right, well, shit. Sean, thank you so much for your time, and this has been awesome, man. Thank you, yeah. I really appreciate. It. We finally got to do this. We've been talking. I know. We've been yeah. talking about doing. Yeah. Always been cool with me yeah. and my fam at the barracks and Max. Max. And it's, I met you a couple years ago. And I'm stoked we got to do this, and glad Chappelle could bless us too here. Chappelle, Chappelle, yes, Lacey. Sir. Yeah. We all connect in real life after the. I podcast. got the hoodie going strong, bro. Every time I put that hoodie on, people oh, yeah, like, yeah. people like Toby H two up. Like, yeah. <laughs> thank you, man. Yeah, thank you. you already know people love that hoodie, bro. I appreciate that. That video I posted that day went crazy. Everybody, like, I had homies from a. Uh, 
Uh, like you know, like homies are up at, higher up at Nike who like like this. Yeah. Like they hit me like Toby too. I was like, yeah, oh, you wow. get hoodie. Like like tripping on the thank hoodie. You, you know man. what I mean? Thank you. I think from the 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 music aspect because they I forgot what their band is called, but like they were like designers ever Nike. So they just oh, like wow. they knew okay. off rip. They're like Toby too. I was like, yeah. Toby <laughs> gave me the hoodie. <laughs> Crazy Still, world, man. Yeah. So so happy for you. I'm excited about your music and your future, man. Appreciate you're it. You're so young. You're thank so thank you. You're so alive, man. Thank you. It's, it's contagious, it. your energy. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Thank you for your time. Much love. Remember? Thank you. Where people find you on the gram under your name? Yeah, and I'm yeah. on the gram. The gram, most than anything. I have a yeah. Twitter, Facebook, all that, but I'm mostly on the gram. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I try to get on everything and like try to be active on everything at least a little bit, but Instagram. Yeah. For immediate. For and sure. your music will be out, out anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I drop this on like all the platforms at like everything, I go through TuneCore, so like they just put it on like. You know, mm-hmm. all the platforms. And ben Harper, I know you're a big fan of the podcast listening. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> song, no, but... hey, no, Ben Harper, he, dude, he is like tapped in the more, like, Everything. most people think. Like, okay. we yeah, actually, no I was a big fan on Ben off of the song he did for, um, for, uh, I'm tripping. What's his, what's his name? What's his name? <laughs> uh, 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 gosh, gosh. I'm fried right now. I cannot think of the name. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't even, up. I don't even want to say, um, no, no, no. Okay, there we go. I forgot, I forgot the name. I, I didn't even want to try to describe because people would have been like, "Oh, yeah, you didn't know." But Louis Marnell. <laughs> okay. He did. He did the song for Louis Marnell, like tribute part. Mm-hmm. It was called Jaw Work. Jaw Work. Okay. Killed it. Like that song is so good. Okay. So every time, like, like I, I'll, I'll just listen to that soundtrack and the part, like, just so good. And like, I actually ran into him because I was at like an Adidas thing, um, there with the homies. They had like a little picnic concert at like Lockwood. Okay. And. uh he was there chilling because he skates. Like, dude, he ha- it's so crazy. He can fakey laser. What? What the fuck that is? <laughs> like, <laughs> so like, so like, so, so the trick I did on Hollywood, but fakey. Oh my! But like he, wow. Like, like he's like a skater. Like he's into everything. And so I met him because oh, he, he like skating. huge fan on Mark. Okay. And he came up to us. We we're ch- like chopping it up. But the thing is, like chopping up with Mark, whatever. Like introduced myself. Told him I was a big fan. He just tapped in on some music stuff. And like the music stuff came up too as we became, you know. Like friends, you know, I just brought up that I made music and stuff, sent him some music and like we were just tapped in on a friendship. Damn. And then so like that's kinda how I met Ben. But okay. like he believe it or not, like he legit like you play, but he probably is like tapped in on everything. Like, wow. yeah. all, like he is really he into all of yeah. yeah. Was he from out here or back back east? I know where he's originally from, but I, I just know him from playing festivals okay. with them and yeah. it was like Marilyn Manson, all these different bands, yeah. different yeah types of music and he was just like up on everything you know this is so crazy I, like yeah. i'm learning like i'm learning more like i'm learning more and more like you know i'm no like mm-hmm. getting out of a bit but like even just you saying that like and hearing that he played the festivals at that and just oh yeah knowing that i have like i have a song to do like that that you is, listen to punk too and different types of music yeah, yeah i listen to everything like okay, I, okay. I love everything like mm-hmm. i'm like a jukebox That's like, like Chappelle, man. Dude, yeah. i don't anything, arizona style dude i swear yeah, like I, man i wake up a whole day and like I, my whole day might Beep only punk like my whole day right. might like I just, Damn. I, just I, like, I like everything every all parts of the day different music I love that man yeah. I think it's why you're a very well rounded human you know what <laughs> I mean you have a good pa- palette of music yeah. that really helps yeah. like no that's how you see the world and everything facts. you know what I mean facts fuck I could have kept talking for more hours but thank you so much I appreciate being yeah, yeah, here yeah for sure thank no you problem. Derek Chappelle Lacey Word. And uh, maybe we'll do a part two someday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Come back when you got music. You'll play yeah, music for sure. Oh, I'm going to come back like, yo, I went on tour. Yeah. I was like, yo. <laughs> I'm not skating them all. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a performer. Bro, hey, I, I, was talking about somebody, I was talking to somebody about that too. I was like, yo, how funny would it be like 
if I'm like, like say, I mean, like who knows? Like, you know what I mean? Like say if something like happened, music went crazy. And I'm all of a sudden, I'm on a skate tour. And I'm like, yo, I'll be back. I got to go like, do just so like to do a show, but I'll be back on a tour. Like, how, that would be so sick. That would be, like, totally that possible. Would be, that would be yeah. beast. Like, like, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think you can make that happen. Bro, I'm you're so focused. Yeah, I think I'm down. That would be so oh, sick. Yeah. But. Skate during the day, do a show at night. Yes. Yep, for real. That would be sick. That would be gnarly. That would be so epic. You heard it first on the One of a Chance podcast. For real. You predicted the future. It could happen, man. For real. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Hey, y'all, Liquid Death's been so kind to give me a promo code. So if you first purchase on liquiddeath.com, go to liquiddeath.com slash O-L-O-C, and you get a free set of koozies with your first purchase of H2O, still or sparkling. Uh, if not, you can try it also at Whole Foods or 7-Eleven. Use the promo code O-L-O-C for your first purchase of Liquid Death. Thank you, Liquid Death, for your support. Appreciate you so much. Murder your thirst. H2O saves lives, y'all.